This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, December 17th, 2019, and this is episode number 496 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Go back to the forest. <laughs> Jose Guzman. The winds of flight, the winds of fate blew Mahoney and me together, and my nipples have never been so hard. Uh, Kelly Harris is here. Oops, I spilled my orange juice. <laughs> and fucking, I guess Mahoney's here. I am going to blow some fate all over you, Jose. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a fucking waterfall of fate blown all over both of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just so much fate poured all over us. I'm just going to look like flash <laughs> dance. I'm just picturing them like angrily jerking off at each other <laughs> that's what you do right just so angry we've been shit talking all day yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean what's to lose at this point i'm going well, full in no it's all out now yeah. it's all out i'll tell you what come monday night i can be down 100 points i'm talking shit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and i'm friend con fuck that no, it's going to be miserable for somebody. That belt's going to be there one way or the other. Oh, my God. Best believe that shit. I love it. Hey, go ahead and uh, save that return address. Listen, when I win the belt. Well, actually, no, don't. No one says Wait, I'm Did I send it from the new address or not? I'm going to throw that shit Hit off a mountain. DM. Tell me where I... What was the return address? I'll tell you if it's yeah, the right Jose, one. Yeah, Jose, just give him give him a new address yeah. if you need. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what address you sent it from, but you sent it like eight months late. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really fitting for you to win the belt and then for it to get mailed to the wrong place and it just disappear forever. That'd be great. Nah. It'll get here. I hope it fits in my mailbox. <laughs> Well, it's not going to matter, so it's going to fit in mine. Mine's nice and oversized. Yeah, I'll tell you what you can fit in yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be a belt, baby. <laughs> it's going to be my goddamn size 15 George Kittle cleat. I'm going to win this belt. I'm going to change it to something that's not a wrestling belt, and I'm going to mail that back next year. But hey, no, no, I'll no, no. It. In 2024, when my five years of terror have ended. Ooh, who's going to oh. change the belt first, me or Mahoney? Don't change the belt. Well, you changed it change first. It. You're just going to no. create. Jose changed it first to make it the Tito. Yeah. No, I'm going to melt it down and make it something cool. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to melt this thing down and Unstow reshape it into, letter. like, I don't know, an eagle. 
It was a tribute to our friend that couldn't be there. <laughs> oh, it's a Tito? If it's the oh, Tito, I'm going to melt it down Tino. and turn it into a mouse. <laughs> the mouse. Boy, that didn't take long. Hey, so uh, Jose and I won, and we're in the championship. Fake, baby. Started off hot. You may recall a few weeks back. Now, earlier in the season, I was talking and talking about how I was going to face Mary in the championship. And then I realized, no, 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 no. No, that's not what fate wants. Mm -mm. That's not our destiny. That's not the fire you lit. That's not the fire I lit. The fire I lit was under Jose. Oh, and it burnt my balls so hard. You were like the ancient one looking at two different time streams. You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. We need to put the belt back in this one. That's right. (laughs) That is right. Mm -hmm. So, Lee, you may remember that you lost your way right out of the playoffs. I normally don't uh, have time to plan for this. I'm going to, like, <laughs> go grab yeah. some toys and shit. You lost yourself around. right out to Vetter. So it was me and Vetter. And holy shit, Lee. I had my notes up. 142 and a half to 134 and a half. And it was real fucking stressful for me. That one's real closely. That was real close. Wild card. <laughs> and then you got Jose and Mary. Now, Jose and Mary... Jose stomped all over Mary. I felt really bad. Mary, she pretty much could stop paying attention around 4 o'clock on Sunday. But She's she still had hung an in. outside shot on Monday. Yeah, she, she hung in there. Yeah. I had a good head start with my Jackson 5, though. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, and that was, what, Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I opened strong. I, I opened off. Lamar hit me up, and he's like, hey, man, Mahoney's still talking shit. I was like, yeah, he's talking shit. How about you give me a game to show him what's up? Yeah, he, said, and he was like, you. cool. And then now he's getting his bed all comfy because he's no, going to rest next week. He's going to no, lay down and he's going to take a little napsy. Well, I hate to tell you, but Cleveland's divisional rival. So, yeah, yeah I think he may play his balls off. Yeah, we'll see. What do you Not think? Not from you? bed. Not from bed. I think I want to apologize. Uh, it's all right. I got a QB I'm picking up. Oh, really? Wow. Good. I hope you pick up five QBs. I'm going to pick up seven. I you hope you do. I hope I'm you taking Andrew Luck just for the luck. <laughs> Good. Good. He's going to be my rabbit's foot. So, Lee, Jose, and I, as destined, as fated, are in the championship. One of us will win this league. Oh, uh, And you know what? Uh, bravo to me, who knows nothing <laughs> about football and is in the championship in year two. Bravo to me. Hey. Bravo to me. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah, you sure weren't. The place last. You sure weren't. Not with those. Not with that shitty draft. Risky picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah I went back earlier today and listened to that episode, uh, and there's a point where you said something along the lines of, "Oh, I'm doing just fine. I got uh, what is? I don't even know his name. Who's the guy who keeps getting thrown out of the league for drugs?" Oh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. You were like, I'm doing just fine. I got Josh Gordon. And I yeah, said, but look look at how really long ago I dropped pick. him. And you were like, what did I turn Josh Gordon into, though? I have no idea. I don't know. Goddamn Super Bowl team. Josh Gordon turned himself into a pile of cocaine. And now he's not even. <laughs> yeah, he just got kicked out again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I knew something was up because that. The last game he played for New England, he got hit, and that knee looked nasty. And then all of a sudden, he signed and playing. Fuck you. That's not natural. Yeah. He shot that shit up. That was, some might say, a very risky pick. Sounds like a risky pick. Yeah. 
Oh, it was a risky pick, but they oh, dropped that there guy. There we go. All he I do is risky it. picks, baby. Cut that out and mark it. My team's named Risky Picks. Yeah, your team's full of Risky Picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, did I accidentally press the button for the podcast Classic already? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, meanwhile... Oh, you're lucky you don't live in Orlando. I'd be in your house watching the game. <laughs> we had... I might come over anyways. <laughs> yeah, do it! <laughs> I gotta book one, one plane ticket to keep my... That's right. Battery. Oh my god. Do it. I'll make up the bed. <laughs> Fucking on my way, baby. <laughs> so, I use my I'll, I'll buy a one way and then use my points back yeah. home. Do it, do it. Okay, I'm not even gonna tell you. I'm just gonna show up. I'm gonna wake you up. <laughs> I'm gonna tickle your feet from under the bed. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna sneak in while you're at work, See, hide under it's... your bed, and wait just to tickle your feet. It's <laughs> funny because he's a feet guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's going to do a home invasion on you. <laughs> he's going to do a home invasion, borderline sexual assault. Just no, it's not borderline. It'll be borderline breaking and entering. It'll be all, and that's only right? borderline because he tries to break in. Lisa sees him do it and then just lets him in. Well, and yeah. also he so was invited. Like Dracula, so. once you invite me <laughs> yeah. in, whatever happens on you. Oh, my God. All right. So other than what Jose is going to do to my feet. I want to suck your face. In the Kerouac. Oh, no. In the Kerouac. You had Matt and Nyes and Tad and Juan. Now Lee. Matt and Nyes. That game settled up pretty pretty fairly. 108 to 99. Nyes loses, heads itself into the Kerouac. Yeah, remember but- who was uh, supposed to be in first place at the beginning of the season? Yeah. Remember that pro- projection? That's See, the- look at that. Me and you are yin and yang. We are. <laughs> I was predicted to be last. I came in first. You were predicted to be in first. You came in last. Yep. Not yet. Actually, oh, I has come in first or last yet. Yeah. The regular season, I came in 11th. So thank you very much. See, it's even more fate. Right? So, Lee, Lee, are you there? You're I'm, my good yeah, luck charm. I'm, I'm going to tickle, your, I'm gonna tickle oh. your feet next. That's good. <laughs> Lee, Juan and Tad. To settle who was going to the Kerouac, it came down to Monday night's game. And Juan and Tad finished one point apart. Ooh. So whoever between the two of them found their way into the Kerouac lost by a single point. And that Monday game was up and down. Tad had like 16 points to make up. Juan had one player going. Juan conceded defeat in the Discord. <laughs> he was like, doesn't even matter. I'm not going to win. Uh, congratulations to Tad. <laughs> Tito, was Tito, the commissioner, was like, fuck it. I'm going to put him in the Kerouac. <laughs> but we let the games play out. And when it came down to, it was the two-minute warning. Lee, you know what the two-minute warning is? Like the... Thing that says it's two minutes until it's over. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So there's yeah. two minutes left in the Look game. At, how do you do, Mister Playoffs? You know all about football. <laughs> two minutes left in the game. Uh, they are projected to tie, and Juan is ahead by a single point. And that is exactly how it ended. Juan wins one twelve and a half to one eleven and a half, and sends Tad into the Kerouac. Ain't that some shit? Can I will say imagine? this though. What I think is cool is. 
the top four in the playoffs scored the most that week. They all they all showed up. Everyone's team proved they belonged in the playoffs. Yeah, that's good shit. You know, based on that last game, you might say that Tad remembered that Juan existed and it just ruined his whole day. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, I'm hoping the fact that behind closed doors, I tried to defend Kerouac just a little bit. I'm hoping that that karma will carry me into a second from last place I think finish. that carried you into holding the Kerouac. Yeah, really, that might have you, put you, you in it. You summoned him like Candyman. <laughs> yeah, Fate might have been like, you love Kerouac so much? Here you go, pal. Oh, there's an award named after him? Well, obviously, you here, must have the thing. Here is award. a rotisserie chicken farm. <laughs> Shove it down your gullet. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking fate and destiny and everything. If it was fate for Mahoney and Jose to end up in the championship, I think it's kind of destiny for Tad to win the Kerouac. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, not, uh, that's, that's not that bad. I, he has to wear it around his neck like Jacob Marley's chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His Kerouac punishment will be that every room in his house has to have a framed picture of Kerouac. Yeah. <laughs> <in it. laughs> uh. Just a year of ruined days. <laughs> Got him. I mean, you could pretend they're obituary headlines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It doesn't have to be a reminder that he's alive. <laughs> so that's it, Lee. Nice and Tad playing for the Kerouac. Oh, that's Jose it? Jose and me playing for the championship. And the whole rest of them... I don't even know why they bother. Why don't you all drop all your players so we can draft from them? Yeah, so yeah. much fate going on. Everyone's going to be <laughs> wet in fate. Yes. Uh, yeah. Please drop your players. Thank you very much. Don't tell Dad. <laughs> Dad's not listening or paying attention to the league at all. That's how he found himself in the Kerouac. I'm hoping. Uh, you guys You guys want anything from my team? Uh, I'll take whatever you got, buddy. All right, cool. Oh, oh pal. You, oh, wait, we can't trade. My protege. Uh, well, you, you can drop whoever you yeah, want, Exactly. Though. Because of that goddamn collusion bullshit going on right there where you guys are openly <laughs> talking about swapping people <laughs> to make sure shit happens. Hey, man. Go Come ahead. On. Drop whoever you want because Jose's picking up seven quarterbacks. So all well, of his eight. favorite picks I don't know. Eight. are busy. Maybe eight. <laughs> That's good. I hope your whole bench is quarterbacks. I said it. I would kill to finish in the middle of the pack one of these seasons. <laughs> you will. You had an unlucky season. No shit. We talked about it. You you had more points scored against you than anyone in the league. <laughs> so, unlucky season for you. There's no reason for you to be in the Kerouac. Mm -mm. No. Well, hey, on the upside, I'm not retiring. That hey, is good. And, uh, you know what's you interesting? Matt, Matt finished, what, like 3-11? and 11? If yeah. Matt had finished a few games better and faced either Juan or Tad in their game, he'd be in the Kerouac. Oh, wow. Right? So if he had finished better than Juan or Tad and played not you nice... He'd be in the Kerouac. 
Ain't fate a well, funky mistress? He was destined to get his record because of how much he enjoys the band 311 and their hits like Amber. Oh, that must have been it. <laughs> what the cool fuck thing hell? about Matt is Matt got <laughs> me like 180 something points to 50 that one week. Remember that? And then yeah. from there on, I went eight and two after that loss, that demoralizing, terrible loss. Uh, and Matt like never won again. So, Lee, what's your favorite was... 311 song? <laughs> I honestly do not have a favorite 311 song. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Of course, it's that Come My Lady song, right? No, it's Down. <laughs> yeah, Down's a good one. If you guys say so. <laughs> yeah, Butterfly. Yeah. No, that's Crazy Town. That's crazy Town. <laughs> no. No, you no. guys are Crazy Town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is. Chill. Oh, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, right. crazy well, town uh, and eat out my bum. I guess what do we what do we take a break now? We go to break? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> break. Well we talk about comics right about now. Yeah. yeah. And the, the break Shortest is ever. the break is four minutes of fantasy football talk. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my Oh God. Alright. Well, be- and, and you know what's good? There's gonna be fate on Saturday. I mean, Mahoney's got the only guy playing uh, Monday. Oh, shit. There's a new Mandalorian tomorrow, guys. Oh, yes. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. How can you talk about Mandalorian? There's foosball. They were like, oh, man, we can't put a Mandalorian out on Friday. If we do, nobody will go see Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Lee. Yeah. You don't have to have no excitement in your fantasy football life. I want to pitch you a suggestion here. You're not in the Kerouac. Nyes is in the Kerouac. Uh-huh. You can go head-to-head with Nyes and say, whoever scores the least points between the two of you, put their score up against Tad and make that person the winner of the Kerouac. <laughs> I mean... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking whatever. All right. Lee, Mark you better go tell Goat to stop hugging his wife. <laughs> tell right Goat this instant. To just gaze into her eyes. All right. So you understand the, the concept here, right? Sure. It doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right now, Tad is projected for 98 points. Nyes is projected for 93 points. And you, Lee, are projected for 93 points. Oh, like real neck and neck and neck. That's right. So let's say Tad scores 98, Nye scores 93, and you score 92. That would mean you, you, Lee, would be the winner of the Kerouac. Because that would be the least points. Because that would be the least points. Correct. So what do you say? I mean, fuck it. Roll those dice, Lee. What else are you going to do next week? I'm going to fucking enjoy some Christmas. That's what I'm going to do. Hmm. That doesn't sound very fun. What the fuck is Christmas, you guys? Christmas is so good. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep talking about this. I know we will. So, how's your week been, Lee? We know you've been stressed. My week has been hard. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever get around to that jerking off? <laughs> you know, I don't know that I did. Oh, <laughs> no. busy. That well, if means... you want to go do it, take care of it right now, that's cool. That's what, what he does during, do during the fantasy football talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, hey, uh, update. 
on the situation, however, my lovely wife is on her way home, and I'm very excited about oh, it. Nice. It's, a, it's a Christmas miracle. It is. Like, for a minute there, I thought I had forgotten how to hope. And that mechanism was broke forever, but it turns out the uh, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right. It was just it's just a long time, man, to be fucking juggling everything. It's been like ten days. It's been a long time. And these little fuckers are trying to kill me. I told Zoe today. I told Zoe earlier I was gonna emancipate her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you definitely go to Walmart. And she's like, "All right, I'll be able to turn the lights off whenever I want." <laughs> All the lights are on. I'm gonna, <laughs> all, it's all smart lights now, so I can turn the lights on in the room from anywhere in the world. Oh, for real? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's 2019, baby. That damn girl's robots. playing Fortnite again. Turn the lights on. It's all robots. You got a boy in there? Lights on. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's just Johnny Fortnite. It's cool. Better not be smoking dope. Lights on. <laughs> Crushing it. There are all everybody's excited about Christmas break, as am I. We've got just fuck all going on at work. It's dead or in hell. I watched four episodes of Common Rider today at work. Nice. <laughs> That's where I'm at at my uh, professional uh, bit right now. That's always that way though. Like come you know, after the new year, it's gonna be balls to the wall. So like, yeah, I don't complain about these times because they do not last. I'm just gonna be nice so I can do it at home though. Fucking annoying. But uh, see, uh been. Wrapping a shitload of presents while everyone's uh, everyone's gone. My mother-in-law just shipped all the stuff that she got just directly here, which makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Like, why have like you know, Amazon take it to your house, then you have to go to the post office and mail it yourself? Like, that's fucking yeah, stupid. It's like, yeah. free that's, that's shipping. Dumb. Yeah, free shipping. There's no reason for me to be a middleman. No, yeah, there's no reason whatsoever for that. It's dumb Plus, like. We, free shipping through Amazon, but if I have to ship it, it's fifteen dollars. Right? Yeah. yeah. So no, you're good. But you know what that means is that she basically just said, "Here, wrap this to everything that she bought." Sure. So I have like yeah. all my shit plus her stuff because, like, at the same time, also you're not gonna pay three bucks an item to have it wrapped either. Like, yeah. Mary's one thing. It's one thing, but like Mary's mom pays for the four dollar Amazon uh, little little gift baggy things, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's cool, like, for a couple of things, but you can't do, you know, two grandkids worth of stuff at four bucks a pop. Right. It's a little nuts. But I wrapped all the things. It's going quite well. Um, uh, Oh, Zoe had an honest-to-God sleepover on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) That got sprung on you at the last minute. (laughs) The absolute last minute. Uh, I'm sitting at my my desk at 4 o'clock on a Friday. I didn't get a text message. Like, hey, Dad, you know my friend Brooklyn? I said, fucking no. Brooklyn Zoo? Like, I don't, I don't know this person not at all. She's like, she's literally my best friend. I'm like, okay, sure, fine. I guess so. She's your best friend. What, what about her? Can't she stay the night sometime? Yeah, of course. I don't care. I wish you would have friends over. How about tonight? Uh, fuck it. Sure. Why not? Like, you know, she can't ride the bus home with you because I'm not there. But never pants drop her off later. And then she's like, cool. Little radio silence comes back. And says, "Okay, I gave her dad your phone number. He's gonna call you." I said, "Don't give a stranger my phone number." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "It's cool. He's a cop." I go, "That makes it infinitely less cool. <laughs> don't give my phone number to the police. <laughs> don't do that. That shit is not cool. Have I taught you nothing?" Zoe clearly not a shot caller. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But kid was great. Had a good sleepover. 
and then I went to drop her off at her. Did you re- did you recognize this person? No, not at all. No, okay. No, no I definitely had never met this. Person. <clears throat> okay, not. it was just you know her as in like this is a person that she claims to talk about all the time. I don't think she does. Uh, or Ken- if she does. She mentions a lot. Look, I'm bad with names of people that I fucking met in real life. Like I'm not gonna remember all your little kid friends. This is not gonna happen. And like, white people, can we stop naming our kids Brooklyn? It's it's pretty it's pretty awful. Yeah, there's a kid in Jax's class named Braxton, and I can't fucking deal with that. I hope that Zoe's friends are uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, uh, Goliath, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Washington, Zarathos. <laughs> yeah. We dropped the kid off. Her parents were split up, I guess. And so I dropped her off in her mom's house and was greeted in the uh, driveway by her mom's boyfriend, maybe husband. I don't know. Whatever. This guy clearly knew me. Uh-oh. I did not know him. Uh-oh. He comes up like, oh, man, like, you know, he said he's going to your Elise. I, I thought it may, might have been you. And I'm like, yep, it's me. And he comes up all excited. <laughs> you guys you work know, together. Puts his hand out, <laughs> takes my hand, whatever. And they're talking. And my daughter is so bad at being cool and just reading the situation. She looks at me and goes, who's this, dad? <laughs> oh, God damn it. You little shit, Zoe. <laughs> oh, my God. You little fucker <laughs> she was just say oh he's a big fan big fan i took a swing and i said we went to school together and he said yeah middle school and i'm like fucking nailed it middle school <laughs> nailed nice. it. he remembered me from middle school because i am an exceptional person and very oh memorable my god i was hoping he was just gonna be a listener oh that'd be the best <laughs> i'll tell you what don't don't hang out with people who remember you from middle school because that's fucking creepy. It's wild. But then she says, <laughs> she, the, the kid's like, hey, I want you to come inside and meet my sister, whatever. So then she goes inside with this kid and leaves me in the driveway. Oh, no. With this guy <clears throat> who knows me and I don't know him. And we're just chatting. And I'm really hoping that something like relevant to his identity doesn't come up. <laughs> then Zoe comes out. I'm like, okay, cool. We're ready to go. And then she's like, oh, yeah, cool. Her brother wants to meet Jax. I'm like, are you fucking kidding right now? And she goes and she gets Jax, take him inside, leaves me out in the parking lot again. <laughs> I'm out there for like 20 minutes. It gets dark. They <laughs> 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 come inside. I'm like, hey, shithead, we got to go. Don't do this kind of shit to me. Well, that's for the lights, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we can't be here when it gets dark. That's when the statues come to life and all the gargoyles start flying around. Jackson, the other kid, were in the backyard busting light tubes over each other's heads. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking no cool on that kid. No cool at all on that kid. Swear to God. Zoe's a real cop caller, huh? He is a straight up cop caller. We're goddamn ridiculous. Who's this, Dad? I'm like, Motherfucker, you know I don't know. <laughs> Girl, you know like, I hate. You know, you know I fucking hate people. You know goddamn good. Well, I don't know who this person is who knows shockingly a lot about me it's been uh, keeping up what else fucking uh uh first christmas presents of the season have been coming in it's been pretty cool uh boys 11th hour hooked me up with the uh reaction optimus prime which happened to be the 150th optimus prime which is kind of dope oh that's so great that it works excited out about that, way. that. I feel like the ride from to 100 was much longer than the ride from 100 and to 150. Oh yeah, it's ju- it's just a numbers game. 149 was a one dollar backpack clip I bought at Dollar Tree like five days ago. So, like, 
Like it's just just numbers at this point. Yeah, like I I didn't didn't see it coming. So that's pretty great. We we today, talk uh, shit about those reaction figures, but the Transformers ones are are very unique. Like I don't know if there's ever been Transformers figures like those that they kind of scale with GI Joes or old school Star Wars. Yeah, they're definitely the best ones, yeah. I think. And even the entire new crop of the reaction figures are way better than the old ones. Yeah, like, we, we the talked... Ones when th- Funko did them were just terrible. Yeah, they switched from Funko to Super 7, and I guess Super 7 uh, gives Tried. a shit. Yeah. Man, I gotta tell you, though, those uh, reaction Ninja Turtle figures are not not good. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> those are real ugly. Not Not the best. But, uh, Those are the ones that look like they got warts. No, they just they no? kind of look like the old school toys, but in like old school Star Wars style, like a, like a Kenner style. Which yeah, they they like, just don't have any... kind of what makes the Transformers ones so good is that they don't really do that. They're just these cool little non-transforming figures. They look great. Like they're easily the best ones. They're they're really really good. And then. Uh, the NECA Ultimate Sam came in from the Eleventh Hour Boys, and he is so fucking creepy. He's very good. Love got NECA. The, the little, uh, the little uh, lollipop he's got is, is like it's a translucent orange plastic. You can see through it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really, really nice. Everything about it is just outstanding. It's very, very good. I think I'm gonna just go full on elf on the shelf for them next year for Halloween. Let's move around the house there in October, scare the piss out of everybody. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, bought myself. Uh, a legacy Thunder Megazord. Fucking creep on the peep. <laughs> Fucking awesome creep on the peep. <laughs> yeah, I, I sold uh, my vintage Thunder Zords and bought the new fancy ones. Well, they're from a couple years ago, whatever. Um, boy, they're real nice. I uh, sold the old ones on Facebook for a pretty good price. I, mean, I didn't have to pay much in on these at all. And uh, goddamn, that's the only thing Facebook's good for these days. Uh, I likened Facebook the other day to uh, a toilet that has an ATM attached to it. Because that's basically what it is for me. There's a whole bunch of cesspools and nonsense, and every now and then I get to make some money. <laughs> that's all it's good for. It's terrible. Lee, let me tell you something. You don't even have to do any money with this. You just look at memes. That's no. all you do. You got. You just got to look at memes. I don't want to do that. That's, you that's see something? Anything. You see something that's not a meme? You say hide this. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> Touche. And then the uh, last thing we'll talk about is fucking DC TV killing it, man. The crisis has been crazy. I cannot, for the life of me, understand why they put a month break between chapters three and four. Yeah, that's bizarre. So, so strange. Like, derails all the momentum. It's really odd choice. I know I don't get it. Um, and then... Uh, I checked out the first episode of that Harley Quinn show on the DC gimmick. It's kind of great it's pretty funny and then zoe and i last night watched the first episode of that titans show and i'll be damned this not pretty great like it's upsetting how good it is not that it's like exceptionally good but it's so much better than they made it look like everyone involved in marketing that show should be fired and never allowed to work in tv again yeah i watched um one of one of the fight scenes and the thing with the joker where i I guess he kind of Batman goes nuts or some shit. I think that's like the finale of the first season is that, I believe. Yeah, yeah I watched some of that. And that looked like it looked shot well. It looked like a nice set. Yeah, I mean, granted, we're just an episode in, but we were both really impressed by it. Like, 
Zoe's super into it, which is good. So, you know, something we can do together when these dark times between episodes of The Flash. That's where we're at, man. Otherwise, not much. Hang out and get ready for uh, just Christmas parties all over the damn place, which I'm okay with. It's gonna be right. I like Christmas. I don't like I don't like I don't like a lot of stuff about Christmas, but I like just enough about it. I really tend to enjoy the holiday season. <laughs> I am not going back to another store between now and uh, January third. Yeah, uh, tonight when Mary got home, we had plans to go grocery shopping, and I was like, you know, we could just kind of go and get enough food to last us a couple days, and then we can kind of, you know, hit the grocery store again on Sunday, and then I was like, or we can make sure we have enough food to last us through until past Christmas. I'll tell you, man, I've been fucking with the Walmart grocery app. You got a Walmart nearby. It's not just the regular Walmart now. It's got to be the grocery app. You, you, you load up all the stuff you want, you buy it, pay for it. $30 minimum, there's a free pickup. You just roll up outside. You don't even have to call. The app, just you just check in on the app. They bring all your shit and you leave. Like, I did that three times last week. <laughs> I'm like, I am not going in there again until after the new year. Fuck every bit of that. I got, like, I got all my medicines and shit. I got to go to the fucking pharmacy. I'm donezo. Finished. Because it is like the fucking, the mall and the dawn of the dead in there <laughs> i want no part of that it's scary all done how's it matt what's got going on nice let's see here i've got my my notes on a uh a google doc because someone uh called me out for using microsoft word last week <laughs> but now i can i can look up what oh shut up phone my ho- phone heard me say google and is like what's that hello Huh? What? Huh? Yeah? What? Huh? You, said, you said my name? <laughs> so yeah, I, now I've got my notes in a, a G-O-O-G-L-E doc <laughs> so I can update them at all, at all times. Uh, who was who giving you grief about a word doc? Uh, Lee did! <laughs> <laughs> word docs Lee? are precious. Lee was having a time last week. <laughs> he was saying things. No, but you know what? He's right. Because this is something I should be able to update at any point that I I think of something or need to make a note, want to add something totally. to my top six, I should be able to have it in my hand, not have to wait until I get home and I'm on my desktop. I do one better. I got mine in a Keep Note, a Google Keep Note. Well, I like I like Keep, but I like Keep more for like to do lists and shit like that. Yeah, for sure. I mostly for top six that I use that for. But you know, I still have Word. We have Office through the business because you know we make invoices and proposals and shit like sure. that. So you know, it's 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 a worthy expense. Uh, but uh, how about that Kumail Nanjiani, you guys? How uh, about that Kumail Nanjiani? Didn't, Jack didn't realize until yesterday. Jack <laughs> didn't realize until yesterday. I wanted to fuck Kumail. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I do appreciate. So in case you don't know what we're talking about, Kumail Nanjiani posted a picture of himself shirtless, uh, straight up thirst trap uh, to because he's been in training for Eternals that comes out next year, right? Yeah. It's Black Widow and Eternals next year, I believe. Yep. Yes. Uh, and, and like some plus shows. I got, what character is even is he even playing? Did he have to get ripped? But he just, he basically said, hey, like, 
if it wasn't for this opportunity, I would never be able to get this fucking ripped. But I'm going to take the opportunity just yeah, so I can like, take these pictures. With the best dietitians and trainers yeah. money can buy. Yeah. yeah, seriously. And by dietitians, he just means Dave Batista handing him a handful of HGH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dude is more vascular than Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah. He's got more veins in his arms than I've seen in any human person. But, like, I mean, this goes to show you that, like, you know, the the reason The Rock looks like The Rock is because, yes, he is definitely an exceptional human. Sure. Like, for sure. But also, his job is to be The Rock. Right. Right. Yeah. So he does that. You know what I mean? So so when when Namara gives you a big pile of fuck you money and, you know, access to the best trainers and dietitians around, Mm -hmm. you can do that. Like, remember, Chris Pratt got all jacked to play Star-Lord. We said the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always knew. I could get fit with a million dollars and a year of time. Right? I commend yeah. all these dudes for getting on the juice. I, I mean, I don't know if you're joking, but, like, it is. Like, Stallone got busted with it flying and was just like, yeah. How do you think I look like this at, like, 60? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do some juice, and Nicole was like, don't. And I'm like, you're such a fucking buzzkill. Get on. Fine, I'll eat potatoes till I fucking die. As long as you're not abusing the juice... You enjoy some of that juice. Yeah, I had a great plan for the juice. It was going to be perfect. I had, I had it all planned out, and Nicole's like, no. And I'm like, well, wait, wasn't never... your juice some weird kind of like Russian butt yeah, stuff? Yeah, didn't your brother almost explode <laughs> from putting it in his ass? But now he looks great. <laughs> no, no, Lee, if you're going to do the juice, get some good juice. Yeah. I mean, from where I'm looking, pretty good juice. <laughs> eh, you can find better juice. Right. Does your brother look like Kumail? No, but don't look like me either. <laughs> Get some of that Kumail juice. Yeah. Oh, he's got all the juice Kumail does. Yeah. And it's running through his veins. Kumail's rolling with, with Pog. <laughs> if you're ever feeling down about yourself, though, and you, and you think that The Rock is this crazy uh, human specimen, just remember, he got breast implants at one point. Oh, my God. Calf Im- that. He got calf implants, too. Yeah. Back in the day, he wore a shirt for like an entire year of his WWE career because he got breast implants. No shit. You didn't know that? No, I remember the shirt now that you mentioned it. Yes, he got fucking breast implants because he had floppy tits. But I I bet you that's all him now. I bet you he got those breast implants taken out a while ago. Yeah, they look weird. They have two tiny little titties on the giant pecs. <laughs> they have to get them taken out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He'd look like Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sure would. Uh, saw Knives Out on Saturday with Mary and Jose and the lady, and that was... Oh, you mean that perfect movie-going experience? Yeah, it was, was so good. It was a fun time. You saw Knives Out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Knives Out. Every time I go to type Knives Out, I type Knives. Like, <laughs> never fucking fails. Like it's just that muscle memory. Uh, it's I, I love the man. It's like it's not an adaptation or a remake or a reboot. Like no. it's, it's great. And you know, and it, everyone like it in it what you- is so pretty. Even like Jamie Lee Curtis, man, she can yeah, still can fucking get it. Seriously. And that Anna uh, de Armas, the uh, essentially the the protagonist, she's very pretty. Very nice yeah. to look at, mm-hmm. and Chris Evans, like uh, obviously, those cable yeah, knit sweaters. Charming. Even though, like, as that shithead guy, super charming. Yeah, Kelly, did you see it? 
I have not seen it yet. Oh my god. <laughs> what is your problem? I'm sorry. Uh, I do want to. So my favorite good. part about Kelly not seeing stuff is that he literally has no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. prevents you from seeing this? Just lack of interest. He's yeah. got uh. so much Japan shit and wrestling to watch. Yeah, I'll see it in like four years. Oh my god. <laughs> it's then, great. It's not. It pitches you what you think it's going to be. And then it's not what you think it's going to be. And then they're like, ha ha, maybe we are. Who knows? <laughs> it's that, so good. That's apt. I loved it. Uh, one, the, the movie's terrific. But one thing I wanted to talk about is, have you guys seen the trailer for The Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford? Yes. Oh, oh I saw the trailer for Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. So, I guess, thanks to that... Uh, that one dog's purpose movie where the behind the scenes video of them trying to drown that German shepherd <laughs> went viral. So I guess Wait, what? Oh, you don't remember? Oh, yeah. So so they've had so many of these dog movies recently. America's beloved dog movie was caught trying to drown a dog? I yeah. thought it successfully drowned a dog. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Milo and Otis. No, it, so there's a okay, scene. Okay, that might that might have been. One of these movies killed like four dogs. Yeah, right? I think Milo oh, yeah. noticed. Well, Milo noticed. They were like, "Oh man, how'd you get the 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 dog and the cat to act with that bear so well?" And they were just the bear just kept killing dogs, <laughs> throwing new ones at it. Yeah, so in one of those dogs' purpose movies, there's a scene where uh, this German Shepherd has to dive into a a raging river to save someone and they've got behind the scenes footage of either a rehearsal or them actually shooting a scene in this in this pool that they they've got the effects going to make it look like a raging river and the fucking poor dog is is drowning so ever since then i feel like they're not letting animals onto movie sets anymore so this call the wild movie at it's least not in the water it's old harrison ford and a dog and the entire trailer I don't think there was a real dog in the entire thing. It's this even yeah for like nothing. And better yet, the dog, the CGI dog that they have in the movie is a time trial from two thousand one. Yeah, Ugh. straight up. Uh, at the, the trailer ended, and I out loud went Ruby Ruby Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison it, Ford's like Star Wars. Nah, man, <laughs> Call of the Wild. It's so great that he went from but getting. You, oh, but you got to remember in the middle of that though. Harrison Ford also played a CGI dog. Exactly. He went from getting murdered by his son in Star Wars to playing a CGI dog in Secret Life of Pets 2 to acting opposite a CGI dog in Call of the Wild. Hell of a year. I thought he was retired. Seriously. Maybe he just really likes dogs. <laughs> or He's like, I only do dog really films. Dogs. Yeah, or he hates dogs. <laughs> Like, I'll be in Call of the Wild, but I don't want to see a single fucking dog on set. I'll be in Call of the Wild, but you got to drown a dog. Here, Here's my stance. Uh, I don't want dogs to be... I don't want any animals to be harmed because of movies. So, like, How about, like, mealworms? Well, I mean... <laughs> huh? Huh? I mean, huh? What about, huh? like, 
What about like one of those ugly monkeys? <laughs> but like there's craft services on set and everything's not vegetarian yet. So some animals are being harmed. But I'm talking about like in service of in front of the camera. Sure, you can eat some mealworms. Whatever you want, Lee. I'll get you some mealworms if you want them. <laughs> Gross. I don't want I don't want animals to be harmed, but I also don't want every movie to like why is the CGI dog so bad? Like I thought I thought we nailed CGI animals. So if if the Hulk doesn't exist in real life, it, but he looks so good, <laughs> he can get a dog at any fucking corner, and it looks like ass. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if this is what our CGI animals are gonna look like in movies, how about this? No more animals in movies whatsoever. I don't want to see. <laughs> you're gonna say go back to drowning. <laughs> yeah, no, the guy, guy in the dog suit. Yeah, there we go. I'd watch that Wilfred. dog movie. Okay. I think you're onto something there, Jose. And then drown what? that guy. All, all I mean, animals. Isn't, I that essentially the our isn't that essentially what they've done with cats? Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. That weird. Now, now imagine every time there's a cat in a movie going forward, it's one of those people from Cats. <laughs> yeah. Mahoney, you going to see that pervert movie? You know, I don't know. How big are them cat balls? Mahoney, you have to see it for I science. I don't wanna. You don't want to, but like no one wants none to. of us none of none of us are going to pay to see it. But you uh, can see it for free whenever you want essentially. Well, yeah. when Jose gets here, we'll go together. Okay. Fucking down. I'll Deal. buy the tickets right now. No, mine's free. Don't buy me a ticket. Oh. Well, what about me? Ooh, I'll dress up as as your um, service dog. <laughs> you dress up as my service cat. Are you paying attention? Oh, you be a cat. Yeah, no, but if I dress up like a service dog, I have the freedom to run wild in the theater. True. <laughs> we I'm are just triggered. Ever... <laughs> just shout Mr. Mistopheles and <laughs> run at the screen. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen cats? I've no. seen it live, but I don't remember it because I was too young. I just know that the cats yeah, run into sit on your lap or something. Yeah, they run into your, like your into face. the audience, and it's weird. Yeah, it's like if you're a kid and you're gonna go see like a live performance of cats, it's genuinely upsetting when they come into the crowd. <laughs> like they're just scary, and especially if when they enter, they're like all banging doors and shit. It's like, oh, we're fucking cats. Cats are here. Jellicle cats. Yeah. If I knew I was going to get fired from the cast, I'd show up one night as the cat with rabies. <laughs> Just Alka-Seltzer in my mouth all night, running through the crowd. <laughs> fucking pretending everything's my litter box, pissing on people's laundry. <laughs> oh, God. Cats are the worst. Mahoney, fucking... do you have to head out? I do have to head out. All right. I will see y'all later. Well, glad uh, we got hey, the fantasy football done ahead I'm, of time. I'm glad... Fate sprayed us both down. Oh, yeah. I'm coming for you, Jose. Oh, I've been planning be so on beating coming. you for five weeks. Five weeks? I've been gunning for you for two seasons. Once I heard yeah, you were well, thinking about playing. Yeah. I I like hearing that you've been coming after me for two seasons because I haven't yet noticed. So. Oh. I won one of the two. One so of the two? I haven't noticed. You, it's just it took you this long to be competition. Oh, That's please. That's why I haven't noticed. Oh, please. All right. Game respects game. I just was waiting for you to show me some. Now yeah, that you right. have, we can get down and dirty. Yeah. Rubber match, baby. That's so right. many rubbers. When I get my belt, I'm going to scratch your name right off it. Don't you oh, worry. You're going to think this is prom night. So many rubbers are going to be going down. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Nobody, who's bringing rubbers to prom? That's why they got all those babies. Well, they bring them, but they don't. I didn't say they're going to be used. They're going to be brought in. Yay! All right. I'll see y'all next week when I'm the champion. Oh my god. Oh that. Oh my god. You guys. We're gonna be replaying that one. You guys. Either for me or for him. What, Lee? We'll have a show next week. Um, I'll see you in two then, bud. <laughs> we'll have a show in two weeks either. I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, oh, no, nope, limitations. It's over. The thrilling, <laughs> this the is thrilling... a fitting way to end the podcast on the top six endings. Yeah, the thrilling conclusion of fantasy football <laughs> comes to you January 7th. <laughs> Much like... Uh, chapter four of Christ on Infinite Earth. <laughs> yeah. Lee, don't worry. I'll cover up most of it talking about two, count them, two nights of Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th and 5th. All right. Well, Shit. hey, since there won't be a live show for a couple of weeks, uh, I beat Jose and I am the champion. Mark it. FYI, everybody. <laughs> Send me the belt, Matt. Oh, uh, that recording is going to be great either way. <laughs> <laughs> J-Pop in the chat says the Discord is going to be thrilling this weekend. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I appreciate J-Pop and his interest in our fantasy football league. Shout out to you, J-Pop. Year. Lee, you could stand to be a little bit more like J-Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to go? <laughs> <laughs> Never go. Alright, love ya. Love you, Moni. Christ. Forever uh, in fate, we have been sprayed in the history books. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk about is last week, Hasbro announced all of their Baby Yoda merchandise that, uh, you know, because Baby Yoda, strategically... Baby Yoda was kept under such wraps, they weren't able to put a merchandise out right when the Mandalorian dropped. So now uh, all this merchandise isn't coming out until May. And uh, Lee thinks that they just Lee doesn't believe that this was the plan all along and thinks that nah. they just got caught left on their heels. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the spoilers over, they still could have had it ready to go for Christmas. You guys, we go to Toy Fair every year. Do you realize how long it takes to produce toys? Real long time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's happening now. Now they're making the toys and they're not coming out until May. Like if right. they okay, so if it could have had it chambered, that, yeah. When did they? When did they pull the trigger? Distill to to for May just seems like they should have had all of this lined up. Give yeah, give them they the straight of this shit for like you know the second episode. Give, give them the benefit of the doubt. Say that no, I will not. Say I will that, not. Say that episode one dropped, and any embargo that they had on Baby Yoda. Uh, designs or or uh, what whatever they're like okay here Hasbro here is the design of Baby Yoda go ahead and start designing toys so what that's been five weeks now so in oh, five yeah. weeks they were able to to design the stuffed toy the Black Series figure and then those six two packs but still it's gonna take five months for them to get into stores right yeah. right. I'm but. glad that they kept it under wraps because I wouldn't have wanted to get spoiled like all these fucking Lego sets, all these other fucking assholes with their toys 
releasing before things have been released in theaters and spoiling shit. I'm glad that Baby Yoda was pure and unspoiled when I saw it for the first time. And I tell you what. Me too. I don't think we're fucking second. That's on purpose. (laughs) They're still going to make so much fucking money because as soon as all that shit went up for pre-order, I had $100 worth of Baby Yoda merchandise in my shopping cart before (laughs) my wife told me not to. No, it's definitely gonna go. It's gonna it's gonna be hugely successful for sure. But you can't tell me for a fucking second that Bob Iger and his infinite fucking wisdom was like, no, no, we're not gonna put anything out. We're gonna keep it pure and not spoil it. Fuck you. You put Giant Man in a Marvel Legends assortment before Civil War came out. Like, yeah, and that was who bad. The fuck about Giant Man? <laughs> but it was a big moment in the movies. My point. And they was were it? like, no, it was. It was, but I feel like with Ant Man, there was an assumption that Giant Man was coming at some point. Yeah, it still That's sucked. Just the first example, it like, still this sucked. All the time. It, it still yeah, sucked that that was spoiled. As big of a potential juggernaut as Baby Yoda. If they knew, I, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it at all. Like I think if they if they really wanted to not spoil it, if that was really the the plan, have all the shit ready to go, and then again street date it for like you know. Two three weeks in, they one. But how? Like have the have them making the damn toys? Like I guess just gonna leak. Yeah, they had the Mandalorian. Mandalorian was ready to go before the show came when the show came out because we knew what that was. Yeah, they could have put Baby in the exact same assortment or the next assortment. No, because some jackass would have been pick, taking pictures of that it. assortment dropped on September fourth though. Yeah. So so yeah. So the next assortment. So the one that's out now. Full of a bunch of fucking Melvins that nobody wants could have had a couple of Baby Yodas in it. I think Kelly made the best point in that they're pushing Rise of Skywalker merch so much right now, so they they don't want to compete with themselves. Uh, they they, they know sell Baby Yoda will fucking crush it. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they sell all the Rise of Skywalker stuff now and for the holidays, and then Baby Yeet will be there in May. Perfect, perfect timing for May the fourth. Yeah, especially when there's nothing else going on. Are going on eBay for like forty dollars. They're like, they're going to be selling baby Yodas until the sky is falling with ash. Yeah, they will, and they would have been selling them to us already had they not fucked up. I would say, I would agree with your theory if it weren't for the fact that they were caught with their pants down when it came to baby Groot because they were banking on rocket raccoon being the merchandise mover. Yeah. And then baby Groot happened and everybody's like, I want a baby Groot. I want a baby Groot. I want a baby Groot. And they're like, "Ah, ah, ah, we got all these rocket raccoons. (laughs) Uh, Kristen in the chat says those small six figures were designed three weeks ago. So I mean, the show started first week of october yeah that just means that my theory is proven out that is corroborating evidence Thank i don't you. know you I gotta, feel- that doesn't that does the exact opposite you gotta deal with contracts you can't just be going to companies and being like all right guys you're gonna have something you we really want or you really want from us and you should give us a ton of money for it you're not gonna know what it is but it's better than normal star wars stuff but it's still star wars stuff yeah and i think those those figures too feature things that have happened in later episodes so 
You, it's not you, like they shot the episodes last week. They've had them in the can for forever. If they knew what the fuck they were doing, they knew what they had on their hands, they'd have been ready to go and in the stores already. I had them shipped on my desk now. But again, then you would have known about it three months before and, the show aired. The, the, no. the main point of all of this is, Lee, you need to jerk off, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make a bowl of hot soup ASAP. <laughs> you need the chowder. Uh, I love you, Lee. <laughs> we have fun. I don't. We do have fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kelly? Oh, let's see. Oh, so let's. Uh, this past weekend, I went to my buddy's house, and uh, we all bought a, one of my friends a switch. Oh, he was the only uh, one in our group. He was the only one in our group that didn't have one, so we all kind of chipped in and bought him one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, my buddy Nate goes to me, oh, Kelly, you hear that? And I go, yeah, and we run into his bedroom. He throws on a horse mask. <laughs> he gives me a Santa hat. We toss the two g- the gifts because we got him a Switch and Breath of the Wild. Toss that in a sack, and I ride his back into the living room <laughs> saying, ho, 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 where's the best little boy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it, it was a Christmas. It was just a Christmas moment. That sounds gorgeous. <laughs> that is a that is a that young man will remember that year forever. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good time. Um, oh fuck! What else? <laughs> you need yourself a Google Doc, son. I do. <laughs> man, I do need a Google Doc. What have I been doing? I don't know. Watching, watching shit. It, it's been just playing Pokemon. I've been playing so much Pokemon. I beat the main, st- the post game now. That uh, do- that advent calendar you've got has been a real bummer, huh? Yeah, it sucks this year. Last <laughs> it, year was it great. Really sucks. It was all Christmassy last year. Like last year was awesome, and this year is just fucking circles of eyes. Yeah, it's a Are real they bummer. even googly? I mean, kind of. Kind of googly, I guess. But not to the point of where they like point in different directions. Yeah. No, this one seems like, oh man, these are cards you could actually use in the game. Well, guess what, guys? I don't play that game. Yeah. Sorry. You hear that? I, Kelly, don't play that game. Sorry, <laughs> I bought the product for your game that I don't play, and it's not making me happy. <laughs> Konami don't give a fuck about me. Kelly, don't <laughs> play that. Sure don't. No. Uh, you know Homie the Clown, Kelly? I can't say I know Homie the Clown. <laughs> oh, Homie the Clown was the best. I can't say we've ever ever crossed paths. Okay, that that's your homework for the off season. Uh, Google a couple. It, the show in Living Color. Are you aware of that show? Yes. Okay, it was a sketch on Living Color played by Damon Wayans. He was a a clown who didn't take no shit. Okay. <laughs> Like you it. are, Ke- you are Kelly. Don't play that. <laughs> Let's see. I watched uh, two episodes, the two most recent episodes of Terrace House, and you guys, shit has changed. Terrace oh. House, terrorist house. No, Terrace. <laughs> terrace, like yes, like a, like a terrace. You you missed that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all of us thought he kept saying terrorist house. 
No, okay. terrace, as in like the part of the house. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. House. No, no, the we part get of the that house now. That the terrorists stay on. Okay, yes. Kelly, say terrace. Terrace. Now say terrace house. Terrace house. As <laughs> <laughs> tourists. There's something about the way you say it with the two words together. There's like an extra syllable in there that just sounds like terrorist house. <laughs> Bless so in heart. in the past two episodes, half of the cast left. Oh and no! They've been, repl- they've been replaced with new people. Oh, that's ridiculous. I well, that's what ha- you sometimes you just graduate. You just well, yeah, because they were like, leaving. I'm getting a lot of weird yeah. tweets because they think <laughs> we're on terrorist house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ruka was entirely useless, but he eventually went to a cooking class and learned a little bit of English and was like, you know what? I've grown up enough. I can leave now. Then the uh, master uh, English. I'm out, bitches. <laughs> then uh, Haruka was just like, "Ah, guys, I, I've done enough here. I'm leaving." And now she went and made a a photo book. So that's probably well. It sounds like well. the first English word that guy learned was "sayonara." <laughs> God damn it! And then no? Pe- Pepe left because his uh, schedule got too crazy with now that his mom with all that mail. Yes. I'm killing it. <laughs> Call back city. Yeah, so he left. So then they're just like, all right, we need three new people. And they put in some German girl who Fuck yeah. lives in Japan. Uh, oh, wow. Japanish? No. She speaks Japanese, but she's just, just a German. Oh, that's what we had. Whack my... I told you when I saw that. Chinese lady at the buffet speaking Spanish. Blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> Blew my fucking mind, man. There's a dude who lived in the U.S. for a while and wants to be a stand-up comedian who's now on the show. At one point, the girls in the house asked him uh, who his favorite stand-up comedian was, and he said Chris Rock, and they're like, we don't know who that is. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy is from the Philippines, I believe. And he seems like a real weird pervert. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, he, apparently he's this famous Japanese illustrator's uh, personal assistant. And the first time we're introduced to this guy is he's sitting in the car with this dude. And they're talking about the show. And the first joke he goes to make is he's like, yeah, might even get to see some of the girls bathing. And the dude's just like, man, that's cool. You should burn that on a DVD for me. And it's like, okay. Okay. Got, guys uh, going to bring uh, some weird pervert energy to the house, I see. That is, uh, that's definitely a take. And then they roasted him about it on the uh, panel in between scenes. I don't think so. Homie, <laughs> 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 don't play yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's homie the clown for you, Kelly. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I think December twenty fourth, the second batch of this season of Terrace House hits uh, Netflix. Okay, he's the- definitely saying Terrace House. <laughs> Not saying Terrace House. <laughs> ISIS Island. Yeah, uh, guys, ISIS Island. He's doing it on purpose. Uh, bless your little heart. Every one of us. Every one of us. I think that's pretty much it. 
been a Terrace besides like yeah besides just you know going to work dealing with holiday shit man fuck work dude you know what i mean <laughs> yeah especially working retail during the holidays i bet you are dealing with some holiday shit honestly i don't mind working the holidays because it's i don't know you get to help people and i like that oh like i like to help the old people that come in with the list of things they don't know what any of them are comic book statue exactly <laughs> then they ended up buying their kid uh, the grandkid an assassin's creed action figure because the grandpa was like i know who plays this game like all right bud <laughs> I look forward to seeing this being returned in a few weeks. <laughs> Y'all got any baby Yodas? I saw those on the news. Oh, God. Luckily, they said it was all a plan. I don't believe them. <laughs> there's a Luckily, whole lot of Paris House on Netflix. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, the Watch the 2019-2020 uh, no, season. Definitely not. Yeah, that's the good one so far. I'm sure it's fine, but I don't got time for that. <laughs> I, it, it's an e- it's a very easy watch. In the season finale, does SEAL Team 6 knock down the door? <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. There was a very like touching moment in the most recent epi- in the second to most recent episode where Pepe's uh, manga was first published. And he went to a convenience store and bought a bunch of copies of it. Uh, like, Pepe. Yeah, Sylvia's manga. He goes. He goes and talks to the lady at the counter. He's like, "I made this one." She goes, "Oh, oh, I'll be your biggest fan and tell all my my people, uh, my uh, customers, to buy your book." Well, ain't that precious? It was a very sweet moment. That's the, that's the kind of uh, reality show content I enjoy. Nice wholesome shows. Just a bunch of sweet boys running just around. Just a bunch of sweet helping boys. people out. Just people helping people. Not just yeah. American trash. Not this yeah. American trash. So that's why I'm hoping that uh, Tupas doesn't like skin anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out he's Itchy the Killer in real life. Yeah, new, a really hard turn. New weird pervert guy. I don't, I don't, I don't like him. What's going on with you, Jose? Shit. Fucking besides watching Knives Out making the Super Bowl and fucking just being <laughs> all around all right. Not much. All just around chilling. all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, hanging in there is only we could do. Um, I do feel, birthday. I do feel like uh, you, you've you you've turned a corner lately, Jose. You, you're you're on fire. You're killing it these days. Well, you know, uh, life changes. Yeah, life finds a way. Life finds a way. So, you know, just dealing with life, making it through, trying to adjust to a different schedule that is supposed to be sleeping early. And fuck, I am not good at that shit. <laughs> I am not good at going to yeah. bed early. Yeah, it's the wind down. I, I got to get yeah. a better wind down routine. Stop doing whatever I'm doing, which I've done a couple nights, but not consistently. Sometimes, no more cocaine. sometimes for me, the problem is not only do I just sit in front of the computer for, you know, hours until it's, you know, three in the morning, but then also there's not enough time during the day to get the stuff done that I want to get done. So the best time to do that is, you know, Mary goes to sleep around nine o'clock. So I just fucking pound away until until I can't no more and then do it again the next day. It's all you can do is just 
keep pounding until you can't. Mm-hmm. Just poundy, poundy, poundy. Fucking story of my life, dog. Yeah, because the late, the, and that's the thing that sucks is like, it's hard for me and her to go to bed at the same time because sometimes she's got to be to work at six, five in the morning. I don't want to go to bed at eight. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, goddamn. Eight? And you also you don't want to, you don't want to go into bed when you're not ready to fall asleep either because then you're going to be tossing and turning and disturbing her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part I mean, of the she's thing. She's going to kick me the fuck out. Right. <laughs> she's going to say, look, motherfucker, get it together. Get it the fuck out. So one of the things that I do, and it's not the most healthy thing, is <clears throat> when I'm wanting to get to bed, I'll go lay on the couch, I'll turn the office on, and I'll fall asleep on the couch first until Netflix plays the three episodes and it stops playing episodes. And I wake up and I take my ass back into bed and just try and make the trip from the couch to the bed as short as possible and to, to kind of stay in that REM sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of make it an easy transition. It's not quite come all the way out of it. Yeah. Get that good stuff, that good sleep. Well, we 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 got Fitbits, so now we're, we're monitoring our sleep mm-hmm. and, you know, our steps, so we're competing in that, which... The day I w- w- fucking worked and walked the most, I goddamn forgot my Fitbit. I took it off to take a shower. I was going to crush her ass. <laughs> she got so lucky. Yeah. I don't have the Fitbit, but I have the thing on my phone where it checks my activity. But I don't carry my phone on me all the time because, you know, if I'm, like, around the house, it's going to pull my pants down. So I, I bring it, I carry it with me and set it down places, and then every so often my phone's like, hey, uh, you really haven't been active at all, so you kind of need to like step it up. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you don't know what I've been doing. Yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know what I do. <laughs> you don't know my life. Go fuck yourself, phone. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Like, Go eat it. How how about we adjust your move minutes to uh to to fifteen today? How about that? Can you, <laughs> can you handle fifteen minutes of moving your fat ass? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Life's fucking funny that way. You you sick little rabbit, you life. <laughs> Just a funny little you know l- little you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, that's me. I watched a movie, but I'll talk about it later. Okay, cool. Word. All right, let's uh, take a break. Check out our classic. Yep. And we'll come back with uh, the top six. Again, a lot of uh, participation this week. It'll be fun. We'll talk about our favorite uh, finales as we get ready for a Star Wars, which is a fucking thing. Star Wars coming out. Yeah. So yeah, enjoy this. We'll be back in a few minutes. Great. Nice did a great job. Thank you. Uh Jose did a great job. 123 for Jose. Coming in strong. Getting that belt back. It's yeah, right. but your quarterback is not gonna be that good. Um so, good luck. You, is he not? He's see. not. We will see. Tito's gonna win this whole thing. He's got a good team. We're all playing for second place. No, I'm, I'm playing for first. I'm well, you're not going to no. get first because you've got Josh Gordon who's going to get hooked on drugs in like week five. <laughs> and you got 
You got a quarterback who's not gonna perform 42 points week to week. Well, speculation. Or, or I have Josh Gordon who breaks Randy Moss's touchdown record for a single season, and I have a quarterback who plays like Mahomes all season. I. So we'll see. (laughs) I mean, maybe. I it, I got just a, just as good of a chance to go on that way as it does the other way. No, I'll, take, I'll take the 50 No, you do not have a 50-50 chance of it going that way. I'll take the 50-50. You have like a you have like a 70-30. Maybe <laughs> maybe 80-20. Hey, we'll mark it and we'll talk at the end of the season. We will mark it. Side bet. Confident. I like my team. Even Juan cracked 100 points, Lee. Yeah, Juan teams had me fucking scared for a second. Not used to that. Yeah. Neither is he. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He didn't stock up on every single Bears player he could draft, so. (laughs) You're working out for him. So far. We'll see. you, You act like my team should be, though. I got Michael Thomas, Kittle. I'm saying that your team has a lot of uh, high-risk players on it. No. No. Yes. Yes. A lot? In two? Two out of of 15? Maybe a lot is is too much, but your quarterback is risky. No, I have a quarterback Uh, who put up good good numbers last year. Juju, risky. Josh Gordon, risky. Hey, well, you got to do it Juju. I'm a risky kind of guy. Juju? <laughs> He's got Juju. You are a risky kind of guy, but when you're a risky kind of guy, you got to at least own it. At least acknowledge that it's risky. Dude, how's Juju risky? He's put up solid numbers for the past three years. Did you, did you watch Roethlisberger? Well, then, yeah, but James Conner went early. Juju Smith went early in every year. They're yeah, all expected no, to do I'm, good. They are. I don't think a first rounder is risky. He's risky in the sense that his quarterback looked horrendously bad and couldn't hit any of his open receivers. Well, it's just as risky as drafting Tyreek Hill. Well, yeah. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's football. Anyone can get hurt. <laughs> Technically, every one of these picks is risky. I'm not sure if Mahoney truly knows what he's talking about, but I believe he does. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Jose and I are playing for second place, so. Because ain't nobody topping Tito. Hey, 50 50. <laughs> Juju got hurt out of my control. Tyreek Hill got hurt, so I was right. Even drafting Tyreek Hill is risky. I, I would like to thank the uh, loyal listener who sent that one in. Let me check my notes. Who was that? That was from Popcast Mahoney. 483. It was sent in by Daniel Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God exactly. damn it. Hey, and I was right. 50-50. Uh, Lamar Jackson became the top quarterback in the league. Yeah. And Josh Gordon is not in the league. I think it was so on. 50-50. I think it was on uh, Weekend Update where they talked about how uh, you know the NFL is finally done with Colin Kaepernick. But you know what? There's been four black quarterbacks that beat Tom Brady this year. So Kaepernick, your legacy lives on. 
Got him. <laughs> remember, remember the day where where whites thought they had the position of quarterback all locked up. We're losing the country, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking our leagues. <laughs> uh, about the values. All right, let's do the top six. All right, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. One, two, three, four, five, six. In honor of um, the, uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> being, look, man, it's all about the Mandalorian. Who gives a fuck? Uh, it's, it's, it's the last... Star Wars. It's the Star Wars finale, of course. They're they, not going to make any more Star Wars, I'm sure. Well, at least of this story, this is supposed to be the last one. Of the Skywalker saga. You know, you're kind of right, though. Uh, they well, they're going to do a spinoff, the Rose saga. They, they, they better nail it with this one, because we have the Mandalorian to directly compare it to. So... It yeah. If it's not better than the Mandalorian, it uh, has to be at least as good. No, it needs to be better. I don't know, man. The Mandalorian's really it's, good. You're finishing a trilogy, the Mandalorian yeah. season one. Like anything good from the Mandalorian is unexpected, and and you'll take it. But you've had three movies to build up to this finale, and you can't make it better than the TV show they just slapped together that doesn't have merch. Just slapped together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the movie should be better. Mm -hmm. I just be can't better. believe that people are still bitching about what? what you yeah, have you met Star it? Wars fans? Just still bitching. Present company excluded. <laughs> Star Wars fans can be some of the worst people. You know, fans in general are shit. Just crazy. All right, so the idea was to go into your uh, favorite finales, be it uh, TV, movies, whatever. And I, th I think we got a lot of uh, feedback on this one. Um, I had to make it a point to not read the list throughout the week, but I keep seeing lots of notifications in that thread. So I'm pretty excited about it. Be good times. So uh, for me, I'm going to do a shout out to... The Daredevil finale on Netflix, uh, even though they thought they were coming back for season four, the ending was really good after all that fucking bleak darkness that was kind of hopeful at the end. And I liked it. I wasn't mad that it was over at that point. Would have liked to have seen more, but thought it was a fitting end. Um, um, refresh my memory. On the Daredevil finale? Yeah. Uh, you know, after having not put the suit on the entire season, uh, he goes to you know, the Fisk's penthouse and beats the ever-loving shit out of him, uh, does not kill him, uh, kind of, you know, takes Fisk down for real, uh, reconciles with Karen and Foggy, and they just kind of, I think it ends with them having like a, like a, like a lunch together or something nice. at uh, yeah. Foggy's uh, parents' uh, deli. Right. I, I see it now. A nice, cute little get-together. Yeah, after all that darkness, and to have it kind of end on a hopeful note was nice. And then a uh, big shout out to the Big Bang Theory. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch that fucking show, but I'm glad it was over. <laughs> Has it finished? Yeah, it's done. Well, I mean, there's Young Sheldon. That doesn't count. Did it finish? 
This year? I've, no, it's been oh. finished for a little while now. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah I think nice. last year. Or it's, earlier this year? Real early? Real popular amongst the people that I sit around to work. And they were all sad that it was over. And I'm like, God, I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> Have they been enjoying mind. Young Sheldon? I don't believe they watch the Young Sheldon. And what the fuck's wrong with them? If they do, they don't <laughs> talk they about love that show so much. It's like trying to sell Fear the Walking Dead to Walking right. Dead fans. So, on to uh, the list proper. Got to put Preacher on the list. Uh, I feel like both the comic and the show had a very uh, satisfying end. But I got to give it to the comic because... The comic, Jesse and Tulip literally riding off into the sunset together. Mm -hmm. So that's the best possible ending. Yeah, I would have put so much money on Preacher being on your list. It's a really good ending. It's very satisfying. You know, Cassidy gets his redemption to uh, to a certain degree, but he's not absolved of his fuckery. Uh, it's, it's good. It's very, very good. Uh, kind of a new one, a bit of a dark horse. Uh, you're the worst on FX. Oh, I forgot. Oh, we still have a season of that. Yeah, we're we're on the last season. It's great. It's very good. The kind of framing sequence Ooh, around right? all the episodes uh, really kind of foreshadowed a fucking bummer. But it ends kind of sweet, and, and I like it. It was really good and fit those characters. No spoilers, and so they haven't seen it, but it's, it's very good. Hulu, the, Hulu, right? I think it's on Hulu, yeah. It's I either on Hulu or Netflix. It's somewhere, yeah. Disney uh, Plus? <laughs> I believe you're the worst is in fact on Disney Plus. Uh next up Gravity Falls. Watch this one with Zoe over the course of about a year. It is on Disney Plus now. You should totally watch it if you haven't. It's a, it's a weird little supernatural mystery show like for uh all audiences. Super tight writing. Um excellent voice acting. And again, they wrap it up in a tiny little bow. Like it's not a thing that got canceled. They just that's not a story you can tell forever. And they didn't try, mm -hmm. which I really appreciate. Respect. Um, oh, I just got bummed out about Last Man on Earth. Yeah, that one. If you tell me to come back a Last Man on Earth movie, I'm fucking there immediately. Yeah, I would love to see that again. Anytime someone says Last Man on Earth, at first I think Last Man Standing, and I was like, why the fuck do you? Oh wait, that's not the Tim <laughs> Allen joke. <laughs> uh, not where Tim Allen's a MAGA. Yeah, love that Tim Allen MAGA show. Uh, next up, War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, good one. I had that on my honorable mentions. Caesar, legit, one of my all-time favorite movie heroes. Uh, and just the end of his journey with his people is so good. Low-key, one of the best modern trilogies that... No one talks about it. Yeah. No one talks about it. And it's really, all those movies are really good. Uh, there was news that came out recently that uh, someone's looking to continue those movies uh because i think it's it's technically under disney now isn't it i guess it would be yeah. wouldn't it? yeah yeah i think so it would be in the same universe but obviously you know r.i.p r.i.p grandma you're dead nothing can hurt you anymore <laughs> you're in monkey heaven <laughs> ape he's a member right. of the great ape family <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear she, you over my Fortnite dance. She would not know that. <laughs> she would definitely say Monkey Heaven. For sure. Uh, next up, God of War 3. Very oh. good ending of Kratos' story until it wasn't the end of Kratos' story. Uh, those fi those games are really kind of accented by big kind of epic boss fights. Mm -hmm. 
and that game has great boss fights, but nothing comes close to the boss fight with Poseidon because it's great boss fight, very uh, intricate battles, and then you know after it, the big fight proper, there's kind of like a series of quick time events where he just kicks the living shit out of Poseidon. Uh, and it sometimes shifts to you first person through Poseidon's eyes, so just watching Kratos beat the shit out of you. And towards the tail end of the aforementioned shit beating out of, uh, the game prompts you to push both your fingers on the left and right analog stick and press in, and that prompts Kratos to put his thumbs in Poseidon's eyes and gouge them out. Oh, that is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that before. Or since, and it left an impression. <laughs> that is a fucking kick-ass mechanic. I think that mechanic should come standard for all games now. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cool. I'm like, okay, what? Okay, I guess. What am I gonna? What's he gonna do if I do this? Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that was so fucking cool. Uh, and then number one, gonna take a wild guess. Gonna be on a lot of people's lists. Fucking Endgame. I'm like, mm. Endgame is unfuckwithable as far as finales go. For reasons too numerous to mention. That's mine. That's what I got. And then head on over to the email at popcast at penaltonpages.com. Vetter writes in, just not getting, not getting with the fucking times. Not getting <laughs> on the Discord action, Vetter. Emailed it in. But I do appreciate the email. Uh, he says, shout out to the eventual Conan the King, which will wrap the Conan trilogy. And I think, frankly, it's taking a whole lot for granted, Vetter. <laughs> All right, and then the list proper. Vetter says, number six, Cheers. While it wasn't my favorite at the time, I always enjoyed it, and it was the first TV show I remember having a big finale. I vaguely remember the Cheers finale. Mm -hmm. uh, number five, The Last Crusade because the Crystal Skull doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Last Crusade. Last Crusade is, bar none, my favorite Indiana Jones more than Temple of Doom, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By I, far. I liked that one when it came out. I loved it. By far. Uh, I right. I don't know, like, respect to Vetter. Like, this is your list. But I thought of it, but I don't feel like Last Crusade is a an ending to that character's story, specifically. It's not really a wrap-up. Right. It's like another adventure. Yeah. He just happens to have his dad with him mm -hmm. this time. Exactly. I Nothing really got tied yeah. in a bow. It was just more like... Well, no, of course he gets into more shit. <laughs> uh, number four, Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, the last panel of them riding off in their little red dragon into the sunset was a fitting tribute to, in my opinion, the greatest comic strip ever. Uh, number three, SNL. The year escapes me, but the season finale that had Phil Hartman and Chris Farley close the show at the song's end marked the end of the bad boys of SNL era. It'd be a bigger mo moment unbeknownst to us later on mm. with their passing. Number two, uh, G.I. Joe World War Three by Devil's Due. Yeah, he loved the Devil's Due run and the Joes up until they folded. Uh, that was a great way to end the run, he says. And then number one, Return of the Jedi. Uh, I know this is still ongoing, but this was the end for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Peace in the galaxy, bad guys dead, Luke's a Jedi, good times, great memories. Fucking solid list, veteran. Yep. Solid list. Thank you, Mr. George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you got, Kelly? I'm going to take it for yours. Well, let's see what I got. Uh, number one, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Mask. Number two, Star Wars Episode Two: uh, Attack of the Clones. 
number three. Star Wars episode three. Forgot the name of that one. <laughs> number four. Star Wars episode four. Uh, Star Wars. A New Hope. <laughs> uh, step at number five. Star Wars episode five. Empire Strikes Back. And uh, number six, uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Nailed it! Nailed it, George. You got to two, and I was like, "Oh, he forgot to take the clothes." <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was the third one. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what is that third one? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. That's it. Okay. All right. Uh, my actual list. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> You made your bed. <laughs> number uh, six. <laughs> uh, number six is uh, the ending of Super Mario Od- Odyssey. I love the ending of that game. Great game. You, you kick the shit out of Bowser. And then you get to run around as Bowser. And then you are Bowser. And you run around. And then you get out of uh, the, the place that's exploding. And then Peach says, hey, both of you guys go fuck off. You're dumb. <laughs> It's a great game. I love it. It's a very good game. Uh, number five, the ending of Old Boy. Uh, if yeah. You've, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, I won't say anything else because you should see that movie unspoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number four, I gotta go with the season finale of Watchmen. That show fucking rules. It does. Oh, and that they stuck the landing on that finale. <sighs> oh my god! All I wanted to do last night was watch. Th- the finale and it did not happen. I'm so pissed. Where are you? So you you're just missing the finale, Lee? I got two left. Oh, okay. oh I got a whole season. Uh, so yeah. so the last scene I saw was a scene with uh, Abar and her husband at the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and holy shit. Yeah, did not see that coming for a moment. Yeah, no, they and they totally stick the landing. It's it's like I said on Twitter the other day. Tomorrow, the final issue of Doomsday Clock show uh, finally releases. That's right. Fucking after, what, four months? Something like that? It's like if you were to make your mom dinner, and as you're going to bring out the plate of food, you see that Gordon Ramsay beat you to the punch and cooked her her favorite food ever. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's probably going to be an apt uh, comparison. They may as well have just said, you know what, we're not going to put this out. <laughs> it's like the Watchmen TV series. One of the best of the decade. Doomsday Clock. Eh, some mimes fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So number three, Godzilla Final Wars. Fuck Uh, yeah, Final Wars. I love that movie. It's just everything I want a Godzilla movie to be. It's just so many monsters, and they're all punching each other. Doesn't and make a lick of goddamn sense. Doesn't make any sense. Then the people are punching each other, and there's cool action scenes. It's just a really fun movie. Is that the I, one with the elaborate... There were a couple of those around the same period. Is that the one with the elaborate motorcycle race? Mo- motorcycle chase? I think it is. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. No, it's just a great movie, and... For years, it was the finale of Star War- or Star Wars, the finale of Godzilla, <laughs> and, it, and it is still the finale of that version of Godzilla. Before we got and that reboot, yep, and uh, we got that uh, Shin Godzilla. Uh, number two, 
Uh, I'm going with uh, Janichiro Tenru's final match against Okada. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that is the best retirement match that anyone has ever had. Because at that point, Tenru can barely go. And he doesn't want to have a bad match. So he just lays all his shit in and beats the <laughs> piss out of Okada. Like, by the end of the match, Okada's just covered in bruises. He's got, like, two black eyes. Like, it, oh, God. He takes a beating. But, you know, he gives it back to the old man, too. He just kicks the shit out of him, too. And it's just this wonderful match of these two dudes just killing each other. And the, you know, the rising star of Okada taking out Tenru in his final match. It, it's great. I love that match. And uh, number one, the finale to the Ring of Honor versus CZW feud, their uh, Cage of Death from the uh, Death Before Dishonor, I believe the show was. Cage of Death, for those of you keeping score at home. Cage of Death. Yep. This wasn't your traditional CZW Cage of Death with insane glass contraptions. This was more of just a big old cage, and it was like War Games rules. What year was this? This was 2006. Who were some of the notables? So the Ring of Honor team was Samoa Joe, uh, Brian Danielson, Adam Pierce, Ace Steele, and BJ Whitmer. The uh, CZW team was Chris Hero, Eddie Kingston. Um, Want to get fucking nuts? <laughs> ne- Necro Butcher, uh, Sp- uh, Nate Webb, and a fifth whose name I can't remember who that was. Pretty but solid, yeah. solid yeah. representations no, of good those eras. Yeah, and like the, of course you get Din- uh, Brian Danielson just being a dickhead and attacking Samoa Joe and taking him out and then leaving the ring because he's the champion. He doesn't give a fuck what happens. So that eventually leaves the Ring of Honor team down to just the three men because, you know, Joe had to be taken out because of his fucked up leg. And that's when, just as things are looking bleak, the lights go out and Homicide's music kicks in. He comes in and they just destroy everyone. It's great. It's a great finale and immediately leads into something new after that, too, which was always good for a finale to kind of... Yeah, in a rare season finale of wrestling, so to speak. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It immediately started up something new. Like, it went from this, like, here's this great feel-good moment for Ring of Honor into, like, this hot angle where it was uh, Adam Pearce and Jim Cornette beating up Homicide. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Homicide demanded a thank you, and he said some shit, and then stuff happened. It turned into this really big angle that eventually led into Homicide finally winning the Ring of Honor title at the end of the year. The Ring of Honor booking from that era was some of the best wrestling has ever seen. Kind of unrelated, but I pleaded my case in the New York 64 for Hulk Hogan over Chris Benoit, but <laughs> I, vo- I voted Hogan. Uh, I knew I knew Benoit was going to take it, but man. Fuck Hulk Hogan. To I voted Hogan. Yeah. Fucking solid. Top of the list, Kelly. Thank you. Took uh, it's all very on brand that I respect that. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> very good. 
Uh, what we got on the Discord, nice. Uh, we got bunch, yeah? Shark right off the bat. Uh, number six, the brand, the Band of Brothers finale. Uh, that is a dad answer if I ever heard one. <laughs> if I can... oh, the other guy on the uh, CZW team was Claudio Castagnoli. Ah, now Cesaro. people know as Cesaro. Yeah. If I could get my dad the DVD box set of Band of Brothers for Christmas every year, I would. Just like have, have him Groundhog Day it so he doesn't remember. Uh, hits all the good feels and the reveal of which veterans were still alive was awesome and emotional. And number five, Back to the Future 3, over the top Western finish with a flying train. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, number four, the end of Supernatural season five. Just an awesome five year story. The rest have been up and down for quality, but the first five years was special. That was on my short list, actually, because that kind of they did kind of write the end of the show, but then and it then just kept going. Years. Is that when they like went to hell? Yeah, they went to hell and like kind of you know saved the world from the apocalypse like the first time, uh, and like that's when the showrunner left. Like he, that was the end. Like he wrote the end of the fucking show, and then they kept going for ten more years. Uh, number three, Harry Potter: Deathly Hollows Two. It's what everything was being built up to. Uh, it was awesome, Max. Awesome sequences of fights and story build. Number two, I don't think you're going to see this on any other list. Quantum Leap, just something oh, about yeah, just Good something about pull. him not making it home is heartbreakingly sad and open for more. Good pull. And number one, the Mash finale. That's the daddest answer right. of all time. <laughs> it wasn't the best episode when Blake dies, or the black and white episode with no laugh track is the best, but it ended the long run appropriately. The movies that I did not know Shark was sixty one. The movie. Well, I mean, when when I was a kid, the only thing that was syndicated was Mash, essentially. So, like, I when I was a kid, I thought Mash was first run. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah, fair point. I mean, when did Mash finish? It might have been eighty eighty one. So, cut it close. Uh, The movies that would have been good if it weren't for late edition money grabs. Uh, these movies were the last one till they weren't. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, Toy Story Three, The Mummy Returns, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and Terminator Two. Uh, Toy Story Three is a great ending to that story, but man, Toy Story Four is so fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> like it's really like good. I would agree with his assessment that it's a cash grab because you know it's Disney. So yes. It's a cash grab, but it's also incredible. And and then they and then they sold a spork for seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Yeah, they had sporks in stores when uh, Toy Story Four came out, but they can't get yeah, a baby. Me, they made a seventy dollars spork, and they didn't know. Bit yeah, fuck you. <laughs> a Juggalo John in the chat says Mash was on longer than the real war it was based on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Outstanding. <laughs> I was yawning. Sorry. Yawning. <laughs> uh, let's see. If um, Mahoney were here, I would ask him to read Wands List, but he's not. So I, I, can, I can read Wands List. <laughs> read, read Wands List. I got, I got Discord open this week. Okay, I, rem- cool. I remembered. Oh, right, I so it says you're online on your phone. Look at that. Sure does. I am. Uh, let's go Juan. I, you know, for the bit, I should have blocked Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so number six, Dungeons and Dragons animated series. 
Not many oh. realized that this was a classic 80s Saturday morning cartoon did have a final episode that wrapped things up. Sadly, it was never animated, but was made as a radio show, which can be found in the DVD as well as YouTube. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> like, if they didn't make it, that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, number five, Bionic Ever that After. episode is the supplemental bonus DVD material for the Bionic Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bionic Ever After, a a made-for-TV movie, the third one, in fact, that capped off both the $6 million man and the Bionic Woman. When you said... Didn't have a purpose, Juan. I can't... I I thought for sure that you were reading his list. I can't believe you pulled that out of midair. Did not do that on purpose. (laughs) Uh, Number four, Lost. It was awesome and amazing and shut the fuck up about the polar bear. Disagree. I did like the finale I like the ending of Lost. I like the finale episode of Lost. That last season was hot trash. Yeah, but I like the finale. It's hard to wipe away that last trash season, though. Like, you don't get to have a trash season and then, like, you know, win all your goodwill back with an episode. You... I, I well, at least you didn't end a trash season with a trash episode. Though. Yes, yes, Dexter. that's fair enough. That's exactly Dexter. where I was headed. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, number three, Angel. Even though it ends on a cliffhanger, the final episode of the show is filled with so much heart and emotion that it will forever touch my soul when I hear the line "Lie to me." <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> number two, Farscape: The Peacekeeper Wars. The series wow. ended on a cliffhanger, and as a fan, there was no hope for resolution. Thank God for letter-writing campaigns as we got the miniseries that concluded the story. And uh, number one, Twin Peaks. Uh, for years, I never knew there would be a resolution to the series. When it finally came, it was the most engrossing and mind-boggling event that I've ever seen on television. People fucking love Twin Peaks. I feel There's like I'd like original. Twin Peaks. I feel like you would like Twin Peaks, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly don't play that. I guess not. <laughs> but he may. He may play that. Rent may, some of that I, physical media. Go, to, may, go to your public library. Kelly don't play libraries. And, uh, Chris Nerland. <laughs> where the hobos there. go to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee libraries go hard in the paint. Yeah. Uh, Chris Nerland writes in. Uh, joining us on the Discord. Uh, honorable mentions to Red Dead Redemption 2. Because Arkham Morgan's character arc is wildly well done, and she's correct. Uh, Farscape, because of everything Juan said. Uh, This is a good one. Who shot Mr. Burns? No other cartoon has ever generated the buzz the Simpsons achieved with the season six finale. Oh, man. I remember. I feel like they had a contest for. They did. You could write in with your theory of who the murderer was. I think that was the first time I was ever really cognizant of like a season finale yeah because i think by that point it was already syndicated so like simpsons was always on mm-hmm. and like it didn't really occur to me that yeah well the new ones are on on sunday or whatever and so like i'm like wait wait what do you mean we have to wait several months before we find out what the hell happened i thought it was jimbo who shot mr burns because earlier in that episode mr burns is wearing jimbo's outfit the hat the shirt and all that so i was like did he like steal Jimbo's clothes at one point? And Jimbo is the first person to encounter Mr. Burns after he gets shot. He's like, "Are you okay, man? What? You mean you didn't think it was Maggie? <laughs> you didn't? You didn't? You didn't put that one together ahead mm, of time? No, ridiculous. 
Uh, then she says, it hasn't ended yet, but I trust the good place will stick the landing and go down as near-perfect TV. Yeah, uh, Mary didn't get a full list together, and sh- but she forgot to put this one on there. She she was going to say the same thing. She's confident good place is going to have a great finale. We don't want to talk about it. I'm not, ready. I'm not prepared emotionally for it. Uh, number six, The Long Halloween. Batman, Long Halloween. A uh, great book with a tragic ending. Uh, based on casting, it looks like this is the story they're using for the upcoming Robert Pattinson Batman movie. And she's right. That's a great ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Lost. Lost is important in this house, and I loved how it ended. Number four, I'm going to reserve this space for Watchmen season one. Hell yeah, Watchmen, number yeah. four. Yep. Yeah. Number three, Twin Peaks. Every week of the return was confusing right up until the very end. It's a show that makes you do your homework and really work to connect the dots. But once you do, it's a beautiful mind fuck of a story. Homework. <laughs> Number two, Game of Thrones season six. Season six rules. In the final episodes, Arya claims her name and visits Walter Frey. Uh, Cersei gets revenge on the High Sparrow and Sept. The Battle of the Bastards and Ramsey feeds his dogs. We finally discover who Jon Snow's mother is, and Daenerys makes s'mores with the Master's fleet and sells her a bitch and new army to Westeros. <laughs> a lot going on there. And how many and seasons did Game of Thrones have? Nine? Eight? Eight? Okay. I think eight. About right. Shout out to that episode that pissed everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the number one. Parks and Rec. Everyone's stories had a satisfying ending, and they thankfully kept pretending Mark never existed. The final scene of the finale mirrors the end of season six. Uh, the last shot of both seasons, Ben asks Leslie if she's ready. And six, she responds with, not at all. And in seven, she smiles and confidently says, I'm ready. It's literally the perfect way to go out. That final <laughs> season of Parks and Rec is great on its Which own. Past that first season, it's pretty good. That well, the first, first season, season well, the first season's good. The I would say the first it's, season of Parks and Rec isn't as rough as the first season of The Office. No. But that But it is it's trying to be its own thing without being The Office while still being The Office. Yeah. The office. I would I would just say skip the first season. Uh but the the Man, final kind of the final season of Parks and Rec, they do a time jump. So there's so many great like future jokes in it. And gags throughout the entire season. We're from the future. Wait, was it the entire season or was it just like. I don't I know if I've whole, seen. The I want to say it was the whole season. season. Okay. It was like, what, five years in the future or something? Five, ten, something like that. Something like that. Quality program. So, what you got, Nyes? All righty. Uh, I've got a lot of duplicates on my list, too, some that have already been talked about. Uh, a War of the Planet of the Apes was one of my honorable mentions. Fuck yeah. Uh, just so good. every single one of those movies is solid from, from beginning to end. And what a great way to end it. And then I'd also agree with Back to the Future 3. Like, at face value, going to the oh, the, the Wild West is kind of goofy as fuck. But, like, talk about putting a bow on a story, a time travel story. And, you know, in the end... He gets back and everything's cool and he fucking stops himself from getting in that that car wreck. Uh, I love all those. I, back to the Future 2 is my favorite. But man, I, I will not take any bad talk about Back to the Future 3 whatsoever. I I remember hating it as a kid. I don't know why. But maybe because like, I just went into Cowboys and shit. Right. So it pissed me off. Oh, wait, they were in the future and now they're talking about <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah, fuck this movie. Uh, I love horses. it. Now. It's been a while since I've, uh, you know, I haven't watched it since it 
ended, and I haven't watched the uh, the new movie on Netflix, but I feel like Breaking Bad was pretty solid from start to finish, and that finale, like I. I watched the Breaking Bad finale and I was like, you know what, Lost, this could have been you, man, because uh, comes full circle and Walt gets to do some sciency shit and kills all the bad guys. Real good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have the huge boner for Breaking Bad that everybody else did, but that was a really good final yeah. episode. Uh, my number five, we've talked about how uh, the the Dexter series finale is not allowed on anyone's lists, Ugh. but. Season four, no. yes. Dex- yes, Dexter season four, like that's where it should have ended. Yeah, uh, one of the most shocking episodes of television I've ever seen in my life, Man. ever, Oof. ever <clears throat> in the history of television. More shocking than the moon landing. It could have been higher on my list if it weren't for the rest of the seasons that came out after <laughs> that. I kind of liked. Uh, I I don't even remember how many seasons they did, but I kind of liked five and six but i think it was seven and eight and if there was a nine those are bad bad there was the lumen one i think was the the one right after that right and and i liked that one yeah all right the the colin (laughs) hanks one right edward james almost yeah and then all the stuff where deb was in love with him from the point from the point where deb shot laguerta i was done it's so, oh, it's so gross. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, my number four, and I, I don't feel like a lot of people would agree with this, but I remember the first time I saw it in theaters, I openly wept at the ending of Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it is not... Really? It is not up there in quality with The Dark Knight, but I do feel it's a great finish to that series of movies and a send off for the character. Um, you know, I don't remember, but I bet I cried. <laughs> uh, uh, my number three is the office. I will not take any. Uh, I'm surprised that was the one. Well, I mean, you'll see what my two and my number one are. Uh, I will not hear any criticisms of season, uh, eight or nine of the office uh, they are all great and once M- michael scott leaves it allows the other characters to grow and blossom and like season nine is just dwight all day every day and he is so great in it and the finale is it's beautiful like it ties everything up everybody's happy you get michael coming back you get a big wedding uh, a, a reunion show of sorts so good michael scar <laughs> Uh, Michael, you came. That's what she said. Uh, number two, Return of the Jedi, and I'm talking specifically pre-special edition Yub Nub Return oh, of the Jedi. <laughs> sure, no, no, McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> sure, they've made nine thousand Star Wars movies since then, but for eighteen years of my life, that was it. That was the end of Star Wars. And it no ended with them fucking partying down with a bunch of teddy bears with fireworks going off. Yeah, well, after they threw an old man down a hole. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mr. George Lucas. And number one with a bullet, I agree with Lee, Endgame. Like, as Lee was talking about it, I was like, oh, God, Star Wars is trying to 
have their final movie the same year as Endgame. <sighs> like, we we talked about how Rise of Skywalker needs to live up to just the the lofty expectations that The Mandalorian is having right now. But, like, think about everything they nailed in Endgame and how many stories they tied up. Every frame of it. <laughs> and, and just how expertly the and and even thinking about the fact that this was fucking 11 years of movies <laughs> that they tied up yep bless Sounds their hearts. like the rise of skywalker could use a little taste of the george <laughs> uh, get the gl going uh the did you guys GL see going. did you guys notice dave filoni making a cameo in uh, mandalorian this week which one was he? As who? He was one. I, of, I saw his name was in there, but I, I don't. He I was missed. one of the X-wing pilots at the end. Uh okay. Yeah. Okay. It was the the three X-wing pilots were Dave Filoni, the black dude was another director on uh, maybe one of the cartoons, and then the chick was the director of one of the other Mandalorian episodes, who's going to run the Obi Wan show. Oh, a woman. <laughs> McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> I want to get too far off talking about Mandalorian, but it was fucked me up to see Bill Burr in the Star Wars. Yes. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. I laughed my ass off for a second or two. I also then... love the fact that Bill Burr being in it means that, like, uh, that means somewhere out there there's, like, a space Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fucking hilarious. And see, like, that doesn't bother me at all because there's so many accents in Star Wars. No, I, legit, I they, think it's fantastic. They speak fucking English. Yeah, give me that uh, fucking blaster. We're going out there and we're going to bust a guy out the clink. I uh, <laughs> love it. I love it. Hell, I'd have been pissed if he didn't sound like he was from Space Boston. <laughs> fucking great. Star uh, Wars is a place place? for everyone except women. <laughs> What's that, Lee? Get them McClunkies out of here. None of you. Mm-mm-mm. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Not on my watch. Oh, shit. I sold it. Where'd you throw to, Lee? Discord? Yeah, you got, I was asking if Jose had it up. He could read one. Jose, what? you got Discord hey, up? He did warn me. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I can, I'll be Jose. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's our new podcast where <laughs> we come on and Kelly pretends to be me the whole time. Oh my god! All right, shout out to Ben. <laughs> Shouts out to Parks and Rec in the Office U.S. season finales. Both were perfect ways to say goodbye to these characters. Uh, number six, Why the Last Man? Number sixty. Probably the only time I felt like crying at the end of a comic. Solid. Uh, number five, the Lost finale. A controversial pick, to be sure, and honestly, I wasn't sure what I thought of it at the time, but my opinion of it had grown in the last ten years. Uh, number four, the Buffy finale. It was basically the last Jedi fifteen years prior. Huh. Hmm. Interesting take. I wonder what that means. I thought you said the Puffy trilogy. <laughs> I was like, oh, when he changed his name to Diddy. <laughs> And then Dirty Diddy Money. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, Buffy's. I don't, I don't know what he means no. by that. Means they brought in some fucking broads. <laughs> to Buffy? No. 
Bring in all the McClunkies. <laughs> uh, I want a McClunky on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, George Lucas. Uh, number three, Avatar The Last Airbender finale. This show's pretty much perfect, and the finale's no different. Uh, number Everyone two, says that. I gotta watch that. I watched a bunch of it when it was airing originally and really liked it, but I just fell off because I was a dumb child. Uh, number two, Return of the Jedi. Not my favorite of the original trilogy, but a very satisfying conclusion to that part of the saga. Yup, yup, motherfucker. I mean, it Return of the Jedi doesn't have to be your favorite, but also you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> up top, up top. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but if you don't pick it as your favorite, you may be wrong. <laughs> But respect. I need to put more teeth in the mouths of those weird little guys. Teddy bears. Again. They need more teeth. Uh, number one, six feet on the six feet under finale. Again with the tears, it was outstanding. Yeah, uh, my my mom was an emotional goddamn wreck after the six feet under finale. I, you would think somebody that she knew and loved actually died. She was well, a fucking disaster. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert. It's been 12 years. <laughs> yeah, someone she loved probably did die in it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but also says, shout out to Endgame. It may not be cinema, he says, but he likes it. Oh. <laughs> ben is so salty that we talk uh... shit about the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Ben. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Martin Scorsese talking shit about Marvel movies wasn't a personal attack on everybody who likes Marvel movies just because The Irishman was three and a half hours of old men trying to kick each other doesn't mean it's an attack on you. <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, J-Pop writes in. Honorable mentions to Return of the Jedi. He loved the perception that the Empire was ending, but The Force Awakens had to shatter the illusions for me, so here it lies. Thank you, George Lucas. That's one thing about the new ones that does kind of bug the shit out of me. Like out of nowhere, like oh yeah, no, there's there's this the empire's just back. Oh oh oh, that's that's you you make a good point, Lee, because it's like you know we defeated the Nazis in the forties and they've never come back. You know we've we've been free of Nazis ever since the World War Two. Well, great. Now you just bum me out. <laughs> not in, not in George Lucas land. We got rid of just all of them. Bum me out. <laughs> And me and the teddy bears go party and snort coke off of those furry tits all night long. <laughs> Number six. Yup, nub. They should have ended the Simpsons with this episode and according to multiple people was going to be the last episode if the cast hadn't renewed their contract. Uh, number five, WrestleMania 30. Even though they had dragged, kicked, and screaming Daniel Bryan winning that match by tapping out Batista and winning it against Triple H earlier in the night made me so happy on the inside. And this title rate afterwards definitely wasn't a dumpster fire. Oh, empty though. So empty. I honestly, I thought about putting that on my list, but just everything that came after it sucked so bad. <laughs> number four, the Watchmen TV show. Shouts out Watchmen at number four. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, number three, the Daredevil TV series. It just felt right. Number two, Mr. Miracle. It made me feel some things, and I'm glad that I ex that it existed. 
Um, I actually have in my hand right now because it's on my desk. Do you hear that flopping? That's the sound of Mr. Miracle trade paperback. <laughs> so, so, yeah, what a coincidence. Uh, the number one, The Sopranos. I know it's infuriating to some people, but it's so good. Woke up this morning. Tied up most of his end. Bill Ricardo gets his, and Tony has a nice dinner with his family. Uh, yeah, I remember. Did there. I like what you did there. People were so pissed. They really were. <laughs> Sopranos is, is an all-time great show. Like, I wouldn't put it anywhere near my top six finales, but all-time great shows. Great show. All-time top boners. Yeah, people kind of don't talk about it anymore. They forgot about it. They're sleeping it's, on Sopranos now. It's fucking been 15 years They're or more. Like, Sopranos was exceptional in an age where there like wasn't a lot of exceptional TV. Exactly. Yeah, they, there were some bars set with that one. Yeah, not way following. ahead of its time. Like The only reason Six Feet Under existed was because Sopranos was a juggernaut. God, one yeah. of my favorite moments in TV history. You know, it's Tony's waiting at you know some some lot, you know, and it's just dead quiet, and this tiny car rolls up, and then Bobby Bacala's ass gets out of it. He's huge, <laughs> and he, he takes like two minutes to get out of the car, and he walks over, and he's all out of breath, and just the first thing Tony says to him is, is <laughs> "You know, you should fucking seriously consider switching to salads." <laughs> fucking crack me up this is great he was a savage that tony soprano he really was tony soprano laid some pipe Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all he he threw it into so many jersey chicks right into high gear Mm -hmm. forget Uh, about nice what's who'd say what about nice what's tito say tito says shout out to seven Tito say Tito. I had uh, I had seven on my my long list, and then I cut it because you know it is a finale of the movie, right? But I, I cut it because it's not necessarily a, a, a finale of like a a series or a show or whatnot. But yeah, yeah the uh, all time great movie endings is is what's in the box. He also says in the box. Batman: The Long Halloween, Punisher: Max. Ooh, good one. Parks and Rec and The Shield. Ah, shit. The Shield's a great one. Never watched The Shield. Really yeah, good. pretty good. Really, really good. I watched The Commish, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should just watch The Shield and pretend that it's just like a sequel to The Commish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or watch The Shield and pretend like it's a prequel to Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, the original Planet of the Apes. The imagery, the shock of it, wow. it was great. All right. I mean, yeah. that is an all-time great ending. Yeah. It is. It definitely is. Uh, number five, the usual suspects. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. He'll flip you for real. <laughs> uh, number four, Sons of Anarchy. Great series. Very fitting ending. Perfect ending. I, I'm bummed out I didn't put that on my list. Number three, Breaking Bad. The best TV drama I've ever seen. No loose ends left. Man, I need to watch it. I always say that there's two types of people in this world. People that think Breaking Bad is the best TV show ever, and people that haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) Well, that's weird, though. (laughs) You know, the thing with Breaking Bad is, with the finale, like, it's so good. And then they put out that movie on Netflix, and I have no want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it, I just haven't gotten around to it. Like, 
I I have no will to ever watch it because it's like there you gave it a good enough ending. Just leave it. Yeah, but it's more Walt's ending. You know, no, Jesse got that moment where he's driving away happy. It's like cool, you're done. Oh, he got out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got out. You did it. Gets to go do whatever the hell he wants to now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want anything <laughs> he, bad to happen. He went to and him did El Camino. <laughs> He wanted to do an El Camino, you guys. Uh, number two, Endgame. Everything I wanted to see was there. I still get goosebumps watching this. Do you guys remember? So that first Avengers movie came out in 2012, and Endgame came out in 2019. Do you, you realize that they waited seven years to say Avengers Assemble? They sure did. <laughs> and we thought we wanted it in the first Avengers movie, but no, we didn't. No, we didn't realize when we, we didn't really, know what we wanted. We didn't we realize when we needed it. And number one, Return of the Jedi, new special meaning after seeing Jen watch it for the first time and really enjoy Aww. it. Uh, yeah, she uh, Tito has been sitting Jen down and having her watch all the Star Wars movies leading up to Rise of Skywalker this week. And thank st- you, Mister George Lucas. He started with Rogue One for some reason. I guess he was trying because to, Rogue One is the shit. I think he was trying to test her metal, like see, like if she can hang in through Rogue One, that maybe she'll hang in through the other movies. That is not an original Lucas piece. <laughs> we do not recognize it. <laughs> it is non-Lucas canon. Non-Lucas canon. Not enough taxes. That movie just hate. Hate the hate that radiates off. <laughs> I just I don't I can't I didn't even know you had it in you to hate a Star Wars thing this much. See, I at first I thought it was because it was after we got back from India that last time and I had the shits. I shat water for a month. Well, you're holding Rogue One. No, account- you're no, no. Rogue listen, can, can you let George me George ex- Lucas would you. never make you shit water. Can you let <laughs> me explain? So we saw Rogue George One. George Lucas only gives you nice. So it's unjustified hate. He was so uncomfortable, He he's going to take it out on the movie. Unfair. But see. Rogue One gets those shitty shit. I shades. thought that. Solid, firm, one wipe, clean poop. <laughs> I thought that maybe. My shitting water might have tempered my opinion of Rogue One, so I watched it again, and I was like, eh, "No, it's because just, what happens it's is just you not very it again, good. You are so scarred. Like, how many people go back to Nam and don't have a good time? <laughs> you come back home with a necklace of ears every time." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess some may have fun. It's like when you you go to Hawaii, they put the lay on you when you get in the airport. You get in the Vietnam. And then you always do the joke. What? What was that you said? Yeah. Just chop some ears off, put them on a string. <laughs> what oh, boot shoelace? Kelly boot has legit. such a dark side. <laughs> Kelly, don't play that. Go, go <laughs> impregnate a local... It all it all, it all makes sense. Now now I know. Now I know there's nothing wrong with Rogue One. You just whenever Rogue One comes up, you probably get like a like a a a, a poopy tummy rumble. It's lacking the George Lucas touch. The memory. You're probably right. But I think part of it is it's boring 
I don't see how how it's boring. I don't see how and it's none of the boring. characters are interesting. Oh, we can, we can make it like we can make it more boring. Oh my god! And you I just love I love riling you I up would, about it too. I, I every time I see that movie and I watch it once a week. <laughs> every time I see that movie, I think, God damn it! I want a scene where Darth Vader admires a pod race. <laughs> So, uh, Mary. That could have been me. Mary flaked on a list, but she no. did. She did want to mention she had the idea of uh, David Bowie's Black Star album, which came that's out. Good Ooh, that's an interesting pull. Came out two days before he died, and it's basically him, you know, talking about his forthcoming death. Uh, she says, uh, "It's a great finale to." Great finale to a phenomenal career, especially when you realize how much he had to fight to finish it before he died. Great. great. That's excellent. Yeah, that never even crossed my mind, but that's... No, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, mad props to my wife. Shouts out. Oh, shit. Mad props to somebody who's knowing he's dying and writes an album. Yeah. Uh, zero writes in. This is the, the unorganized list by Z and Cat. Uh, you're right. Upgrade? don't know what that is. Upgrade uh, is um, um, Venom without the symbiote, I believe. What the fuck is that? So wait, does know. someone, does someone yeah, need a lobster? He, he, <laughs> he gets like... I, I don't know what the deal is, but he gets... That's a Bradley Cooper one? one? No, oh, no, no. That's Limitless. That's the one where the guy becomes Limitless. Yeah, now, not this... the one where he gets an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he gets like something jacked into his brain or whatever, but like he gets like super abilities. Okay, all right. Uh, number five, Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 version. Uh, next, the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Endgame, uh, Puella Magimodica Magica. Which People love of that shit. Like I. I... I need to give it a watch one of these days. The one I watched a bit of it. It's pretty cool. Like it's, it's like a. It looks like a you know cutesy magical girl show, but that shit is dark. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's wild. It's good. And then uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, which is interesting because the ending of that is the worst part of the movie. I feel like. Oh. It just happens so quickly. Is it the reveal that there's actually three strings? <laughs> no, not that. Well, that's how I would have done it. I feel it. like it just it just ends. All this build up and this big epic thing, and then like, oh, I guess we'll we'll end the movie now. George Lucas would have made up three strings. Definitely would have. Uh, they Can said shout out to Braveheart three times, and then uh, shout out to the preacher. And shout out because he still has one episode left. And then Mahoney rides in. Number six, the episode of The Flash season one where he runs so fast he accidentally goes back in time. Number five, Last Weekend Pop. Oh, <laughs> good well, final episode. Out. Good final episode. Uh, number four, uh, that guy we know who was so off putting that he got kicked out of Gamergate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, the Pop Double Dare panel. Oh my oh, God. Shout like. Out. If if you could bottle that feeling, I talk about that a lot to this day. <laughs> <laughs> so great, so much fun, and uh, 
Why is the uh, finale of that his favorite part, uh, Nice? Oh, because we hit Tito with two pies. That's right. <laughs> we hit Tito with two pies. Uh, real quick, little pop double dare anecdote. For those of you that don't know, um, is there like a full footage version of that? Oh, yeah, we've available? got it. We've got all the footage. Yeah. And but like, is it on YouTube or anything? No, 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 no. Nailed the fuck out of that ending with the pie. Yeah, you did. We should. I, it I felt say, like I hit him with the pie. That that, <laughs> that like when it all just worked out, it's like we did it. Mm -hmm. I say we, but it'll be really be you guys doing the work. We should release that in full. Well, we'll have to look into it. Because yeah. nothing else, because I would like to see it again. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. For those who don't know, we we did um, a bunch of C two E two. The first C two E two. The first several C two E twos. Uh, and our, our gimmick was game shows. We did uh, a whole bunch of other panels and shit like that, but we put on big game shows. That was our thing. Uh, and we were great than, at it. We were really... The fact that we're not doing it professionally every weekend of the year, they fucked up. Yeah, we should I, be doing this all the time. I put that on the failure of so many people with no vision. Yeah. Because our, our shit was always full, even when it was just like our own gimmicky bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like you know, very us centric. The, the, the places are always full. Uh, big crowd. Everyone loved it. People would come to the booth after. Talk. They fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. But nothing like the double dare. People were coming up to us beforehand, wanting to get in. So this this one guy was like, "The reason I came to the show was because I read about this on the on the online." Like, yeah, fucking good for you, man. So we did a big huge double dare thing uh, with obstacle course, physical challenges. Uh, we got a whole bunch of great prizes donated. Like it was a full on fucking double day. It was it was by the seat of our pants. It was janky, but it was so good. Yeah, and I mean standing room only on the main stage, man. Like it was a uh, humongous yeah. crowd. The variant stage. <laughs> but still, it was still huge. Huge. Yeah, but there's there's a difference between that and the main stage. I'm just I saying. guess you're right. No, you're right. You're right. It was the variant stage. You're right about that. Yeah. Take it back. My, my, my bad. Uh but um that was, I think, that was the first weekend we really hung out with Kelly too. Yeah, they yeah, I think so. Capacity. And my favorite Kelly Perfect. memory of the weekend <laughs> was we're trying to do the, uh, the get the thing set up, uh, and one of the obstacles was we got in this uh, inflatable pool and put a whole bunch of balloons in it, and you just got to like look through the balloons and find the flag and move on to the next thing. It's part of the obstacle course, you know, whatever. Great idea on paper, but that means you got to fill up a shitload of balloons to put into an inflatable pool. And so we're backstage as like you know. Like, fucking Julie Newmark comes by on her fucking motor scooter. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, well, that woman, we're uh, putting together an obstacle course. <laughs> All the crazy shit. And we're blowing up balloons, blowing up balloons, blowing up balloons. And I look over, and Kelly's still in his first balloon. And it's looking real sad and real small. <laughs> and real bad. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, are you okay? And he's like, I wanted to help you guys, but I've got real bad asthma. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> Like, well, put it down and do something else. He was trying so hard. Was I was so hard, and like I put up. I love this boy. He tries so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this boy will never let me down ever, <laughs> except if you need me to blow up a balloon. <laughs> Unless you need to blow up a balloon, then I'll definitely let you down. A single solitary balloon. This is not happening. <laughs> like I can't ask him to blow up a balloon or to get a shot. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not that. Those are the two things you can't do. Alright, back to Mahoney's list. He's at number two. Uh, Kerouac, the other day when Tad bodied him with that response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that completely unprovoked response. Uh, the number one end game. Agreed. Right, take us home, Jose. What's your list, man? Oh, All right. we do have Eric Magnus on Facebook, too. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, hit that. All right. Uh, honorable mention goes out Daredevil Season 3, Endgame, Whedon's run on X-Men, Bendis' run on Daredevil, and the yep. and the last episode of Guiding Light. Oh, <laughs> shout out. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Number six, Supernatural Season 5. That season and season four were just awesome. Angel, number five. Another shout out to Angel, one of my favorite finales of all time. Number four, Michael J. Fox's last episode on Spin City. That's the only show I almost Mm. cried because they weren't acting. They were legit sad he was leaving. Well, yeah, that was a good show. Number three, the finale of The Fresh Prince Prince of Bel-Air. I didn't want that show to end. Yeah, that is a good finale. Number two, my relationship with a girl named Ayako. (laughs) The last day I saw her was the best sex we ever had. We went at it. One of my best performances. And after she caught her breath and could move again, she asked me, who's the girl you took to the movies two weeks ago? That was the end of that. Oh. (laughs) And number one, best finale of all time, when I got divorced in 2012. (laughs) I think my favorite... MCM of all time, the Trogan. <laughs> I think my favorite Man Crush Monday of all time, the Trojan Magnum Man, that I never had kids with her. Dudes, just because you're married, you can still wear condoms with the wife. And he says, Fuck, I forgot to give a big fuck you to how I met your mother. And then in the chat, he also says, uh, Logan. Ooh, that is a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good one. I love Eric Magnus's bit. It's a great bit. It is a very good bit. Also, shout out to Eric Magnus earlier in the chat. It says, you can have a good time in Nam. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet uh, you can, buddy. God, that's outstanding. All right, take us home, Jose. All right. Shout out. Um, one of my favorite SNL was the Kristen Wiig finale. They played the um, the Rolling Stones song. What was that one? Uh, Rainbows in the Air or something like that? I don't know. Rainbows in the Sky? I don't know. You but, love Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I love Kristen Wiig. And, and they're, they're playing the song and like other cast members are coming out from behind the stage and they all like give a little dance with her. And, Saturday, you know, Night Li- Saturday Night Live always brings it with their finales these days. Like I teared up on that mm-hmm. one. It was it was cool. It was cool to see everyone who who came to show love and res- support that hadn't been around the show for a while, and then, um, and you you often didn't see a cast member get a send off because yeah. they usually just got unceremoniously fired in the off season or something. Yeah, you didn't know, didn't always like kind of see it coming. Yeah. And, you know, she's classic. She's fucking awesome. Gilly. Yeah. Gilly. (laughs) So shout out to that. Uh, Shout out to the Arkham series. Fucking. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The way they handled the Joker was pretty cool. Uh, That was on my, my list, but I just, I feel like Arkham City is kind of 
bottom line, kind of a better game than Arkham Knight. Yeah, I would agree. But as as a, you know. I would say as as a finale, it also suffers from too much Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that game series for sure. Like, if I'm making a list of my favorite game series, it's on there. But I just don't think, I think the middle is better than the end. Mm. So a shout out, shout out. Solid shout out. Shout out to uh, Persons of Interest finale as well. Wow. You watch a weird TV, Jose. <laughs> it was kind of cool. You know, you know, you know. Um, well, they, they play Welcome to the Machine. They, they play a couple of my jams. So, And every year at New York Comic Con, they were pushing Persons of Interest. Yeah, they were. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> he is risen. What else you got? Okay, so I got uh, Daredevil as well. I got nice. Daredevil on that list. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go fucking um, Infinity War. The whole, well, I'm, I'm going to go Cap, the Captain America, Civil War. I like the wrap up of Captain America. I have slowly figured out that in the MCU, Captain America has become my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Civil War fucking winter soldier like just fucking perfect goddamn perfect movies uh we're gonna go ahead and go daredevil did i say that already yes okay uh lord of the rings those are pretty my jams those are pretty cool all right uh i just think think they, they set the bar and the tone of how trilogies should be made if you know the story of your trilogy there should be no reason why you don't just do it. Yeah, and if then you they know were what like, "Trilogy is going to be," and you got the stories written out. You just fucking do it. Then no they were excuses. like, "Hey, let's uh, take the Hobbit and make it three. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a cash grab. Or did they make it but, two? Uh, I think it was three. I didn't see any of those Hobbit movies. Neither did I. But you no. can legit read the Hobbit like in a in an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna go fucking six feet under. Love because it. I didn't watch the series, but I watched the season finale, <laughs> and you know that is that is like it's, uh, for not knowing anything about the show really, other than coming in and out. That's a beautiful wrap up. Like yeah. you know exactly what happens to every character. You know how their arc ends, what happens to them, and it's fucking good shit. And yes, if you don't know the 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 bit for Six Feet Under was that takes place in a funeral home. And so every episode begins with somebody dying. Yeah, so somebody dies, and it's initially the person name and the year they're born, and then the day of the episode, essentially. And that's the whole kind of cold open to every episode. And so the Six Feet Under series finale shows how every main character in the series dies. Like at what point, you know, whether it's like recent soon or with old people, whatever. It's it's very very well done. It's very cool. They show you their demise. Dude, fucking well well wrapped up. And very good. Michael C. Uh, Hall. Go. Michael C. Hall was great in Six Feet Under. Very, very good. Oh, yeah. remember there was that fucking video that was like um It was the it was supposed to be the season De- it was the Dexter season five uh, premiere trailer. Yeah, and they used a bunch of six feet under clips of Michael C. Hall kissing dudes. Boning dudes. 
<laughs> it's him just railing the guy. <laughs> the headboard banging. He's got like a... Like, they should get more credit for... He was one of the first, you know, openly gay characters on TV show. I remember seeing like yeah. all the time. It, it wasn't just like, you know, oh yeah, this guy is gay. Like, he's like actually in a gay relationship and they no, show I, like I, their relationship. I'll pretend to love Dick. I love Dick. <laughs> yeah, it's big, yeah, it's a big deal. Good show. Uh, we're going to go mid-season finale, Walking Dead, season two, Shane House. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a good yep. one. Like fucking, you want to talk about a goddamn episode toward the force, ramping and ramping and ramping and ramping up, and just when you think it's done, the ramping is over. The girl walks out of the fucking barn, and you're just hit. You're just like sucker punch because you know, but you don't want to see it. And then you see it, and you're like, goddamn, they did it. Oof, yeah, they fucking did it, and you just feel punched in the stomach. And while you were throwing up blood, someone came from behind you and kicked you in the back of the balls. And, <laughs> and I, I don't think it ever got better than that. No. no, no. And I'll tell you what, that fucking, that made Shane House. Like, after yeah. that, he could do no wrong. Yeah. Like you, yeah it, they never got any better than that. And I can't imagine that scene with anybody else. Right. No, no. That performance. It ain't the way it used to be. <laughs> And like you knew Shane wasn't gonna last, you knew it. But you're like, he's the he's the man. He was making man. his mark. A part of you that, yeah. And it's like he knew. He's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna pick a guy that's not gonna be around, motherfuckers. I'm gonna be around. Mm -hmm. Let me give you something you'll remember. I'm gonna be the stuff of goddamn legend. He should be one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. Really but good. I wonder if it's yeah, is he just I like just too. Italian looking? Is that the problem? I think he's he's level-headed. I don't know if he wants all that. That's true. Like I think he likes being where he's at, where he 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 he's big enough to demand some money, but Good not enough. big enough where he can't go chill and go break yeah. up a party with his dog. Good. Fucking shout out to the Punisher finale. Yeah. Season two. Oh, I still need to wrap up two. Good. There, it's two good. and three or two. Two. Okay. It's good. It's a good finale. Like it's not. It's not what you think it's gonna be. It's good. But I, I, I gotta get ready because I'm gonna end up having to watch that one from the start. I'm gonna just do season one and two back to back because it's been so long. Since mm -hmm. I'd, I'd feel injustice if I just jumped in and watched two. Uh, and then I'm gonna go the goddamn fucking Super Bowl rubber match. It is a pretty Game good finale. Three, baby. Like you couldn't win or lose. Win or lose. It's been an honor to play this season. Amongst all of you. You got me again. And it's just it like it ramped up to this and it happened. Like you know, it has been an arc that you couldn't write better. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. Yeah. Like, it fucking, it just, it happened. Any we given Sunday, it baby. It's going to be good shit. So, that is my number one. <laughs> Self-serving. <laughs> Love it. Well, actually, that's that's my seventh. Yeah, I feel like Number you were just pulling. You were just you were just pulling those off at the top of your head. 
No, I had them written down. Oh, okay. Love it. I just read the read it twice. All right. Thanks everybody for sending those in. It's a good time. Very, you know, a little, a little overlap here and there, but a pretty wide, uh, varying list. I love that shit. Emotional that. too. Uh, a a yeah, lot of feelings. Much. I like it. I like it a lot. Especially feelings of gratitude. Thank you, Mister George Lucas. <laughs> hey George, what's episode three called again? Fuck yourself. <laughs> Return of the Sith, you bitch. Nope. Close. Close. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Rise of the McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Attack of the Sith. That's it. That's it. You got it. It's I Sith think. something. Yes, it's yeah. Sith something. It's okay. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's what I said. No, revenge you said of return. the Sith. But they don't really take revenge in that movie. It's a dumb name. I, 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 if I had my say, it should get changed. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right, so it'd be called Star Wars Three: Sith Incoming <laughs> for the uh, rest of the year. Yes, got some shit going on. Uh, we will not be live because next week is Christmas Eve. The week after that is New Year's Eve. We got families and shit to do. Good, more time to make edits. More time to make edits. So uh, more teeth in Jose's mouth. No, <laughs> no live shows. Uh, but we're not going to leave you guys hanging. What's coming up, guys? Yeah, so next week for Christmas Eve, uh, we're going to hit you with a uh, n- another commentary night. And, uh, because, holiday tradition. Because it is Christmas. We picked a Christmas movie and uh, another one that Kelly had never seen before. And you guys, this, is, this might be one of our best commentaries we've ever done. Uh, it's a good one. We did Gremlins. So that will drop next Tuesday, Christmas Eve. Uh, in conjunction, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes, in conjunction with another one of those sweet ass uh, commentary highlights videos, like we did for uh, Stephen King's It. Uh, Very excited. And then week after that, we're going to pre-record a show with Zero, and we're going to do a best of 2019 and best of the decade episode of Jeopardy, and that will drop on New Year's Eve. And then we'll be back on January 7th with live yep. shows. Yep. So, so not going to leave you hanging with no podcast content. Yeah, full co- commentary next week. Uh, I can't imagine the Jeopardy episode will be super long, but, you know, be something. Be fun. Well, I mean, we'll we'll be able to talk about Rise of Skywalker. That's true. Yep. That, that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, look forward to that. Um Thank you, Mr. George. We'll we'll throw something out on the Twitter and the Discord as we get closer to the live shows about a pop topic or a... Well, uh... Top six reasons why you should say thank you to Mr. George Lucas. We do have a pop topic for when we come back with the live show. It Uh, was the uh, best of the decade, right? Yeah, we're going to do top six of the decade on January 7th. So if you wanted to get started on that, go right ahead. Yeah, because, man... A lot happened. <laughs> like, holy shit. It's been a, been a big, big, uh, big year. Big, big decade. Chuggle John in the chat. At least that won't be long, so the Jeopardy show will be four hours. Yeah. I done fucked us all. I apologize. Played yourself. <laughs> but we'll have plenty to talk about when we get back. We'll be talking about our holidays and all that stuff and the top six of the decade. Mm-hmm. So plenty of time to uh, do your research and 
go back through your Facebooks and your, your fucking Twitters and see what the hell was I doing uh, seven and a half years ago. Oh shit, that's right. That was really cool. I'm gonna put it on my list. Number one, McClunky. <laughs> Number one, McClunky. <laughs> Number two, oh. September 11th. <laughs> Jesus. Wrong decade. <laughs> you can make 9-11 jokes, but I can't say shysty. <laughs> September 11th, too. <laughs> Jet fuel can, can melt steel beams. <laughs> Play the sounder. <laughs> The problem the with reason comic that books is that it comes off on your hands you every time you turn the page. You the level of heating needs to make. Oh God! Uh, metal gets all over your hands. <laughs> what even happened? Um, you're trying to turn the page, but the building just falls down. I had the idea in my head of saying September 11th, and I was like, no, that's the wrong decade. I was like, oh, even funnier. <laughs> but I can't uh, say the S word, huh? <laughs> no, and I do appreciate you saying S word. <laughs> uh, Doom 2099 was fucking cool. That was really cool. That was really cool. Uh, that is not what I thought was going to happen. Nope. <laughs> but it was great. Uh, speaking of finales, hell of a twist ending. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, it was very very good. Um, what else? Uh, shit. Also, a bit of a finale. Uh, Ninja Turtles 100 from IDW came out, uh, and it was good. Wrapped up a whole lot of stuff, man. Oh, I forgot they had the goddamn comic book. <laughs> it's a hell of a wrap-up to a lot of stories. Um, I will not spoil the big ending because it was real good and real emotion, real emotional, powerful, great artwork. Uh, lots of great Bebop and Rocksteady stuff where they're fighting these Slash clones. It's just great. They've been killing it on that book for, you know, forever. So should come in there shocked that this was good. But, you know, it's already setting the stage for new stuff. So that's that's exciting, too. Uh, and then, just because it's getting late, last one is uh, Batman Curse of the White Knight, number five. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that's right. Curse of the White Knight, number five. Uh, I fucking love these Batman. How dare you say White number? Knight. Why am I still doing George Lewis? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> How dare you say number five? <laughs> good Harley stuff, good Joker stuff. Um it's just really good, and they, they write in the uh, the stupid Batman Azrael suit uh, into it, and Azrael just goes sick house and kills off like all the villains in Arkham Asylum. Like it's it's fucking dope. It's very good. It's very very good. Yeah, uh, what you got, Kelly? Uh, Immortal Hulk was really good. Oh oh yeah, it was. You have um. Forgot about that one. So the Hulk's kind of mission is more being is being broadcast essentially now, and he wants to bring down the world as it is. And so you you get people who are kind of saying, "Hey, this Hulk guy might be onto something." So you have essentially a, a little revolution brewing, and Roxon, who is the target of this revolution, is going to capitalize it on a bit, on it a bit, and uh, make some real cheap plastic Hulk masks to sell to the kids. 
Yeah, which is a good payoff. But I, I love that Dario Agger is just walking around like a giant fucking Minotaur now. Yeah, no, that's great. This is a big dumb Minotaur in like a suit. <laughs> I really like what they've done with Roxon over the past couple of years. Yeah, they've always been there, but like they never, they were kind of just there. Like they never really did anything with them. But now it feels like they're actually like a force in the Marvel universe. Yeah, and the fact that their fucking leader is a minotaur, it definitely doesn't hurt matters much. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Like when he tells the one guy, he's like, "Look, you can tell me if you disagree. I can take correction." And like later on, he does like a mild contradiction. He just crushes the guy's head. He's like, "You can disagree with me, but don't be a dick about it." <laughs> yeah, isn't that right? And he's like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's great. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Annihilation Scourge Silver Surfer was really good, and it really it was written by Dan Abnett, which was cool. Oh, to cool! See him return to that character. And the way it keeps you going said the... the way you said Dan Abnett was like Dan Abnett. That comic was written by Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett. What a good comic book! <laughs> it keeps going with the stuff established in Silver Surfer Black, so it's. In, in, that isn't just like a mini series. That's a new status quo for the character. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, I can do that then. Oh, you didn't rate it? No. You? I think you dig that book. It's cool. All right, I'll check it out. I'll Especially because it's pretty much it's he goes and fights Null. So oh. like it, it's very Venom tied. Oh, well, I don't want to read that then. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... no, they don't play that. No. I think that that's about it. That was noteworthy. God damn now. Okay. Check that shit out tomorrow. Yeah, I think you'll really dig it. And they're actually, if you'd care about a print version, they're putting out a, uh, tomorrow should be the release of a big treasury size version of the whole series in one book. All right. Cool. What you got, Nice? Uh, Only thing I really want to talk about is Noel on Disney+. Plus. It is the Disney Plus original movie starring Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader, Billy Eichner, Shirley MacLaine's in there. It's about uh, uh, Santa's son and daughter. The son is Bill Hader, who is next in line to be Santa Claus, and the daughter is Noelle, who, uh, fuck you, you're a chick, so you just get to make Christmas cards. Uh, Jesus Christ. Had the possibility, especially being a launch title, it had the possibility of becoming like a new Christmas classic. You know, it's got Disney, Disney Plus behind it, a great cast. Like Anna Kendrick's in it. You expect there's going to be some songs. Maybe they could make a new Christmas song that becomes a new Christmas classic. And they fucking blew it. It was terrible. Uh, mo- most of the characters besides Anna Kendrick are unlikable in it. How does she not sing a song? She doesn't sing a fucking song. How does she not sing a song? She that doesn't like, make any sense. She sings. Uh, she does like a like a call, like a like a Snow White, like a ha, 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 type thing, but like never sings an actual song. Uh, that defies all yeah. logic. Uh, it's real bad. It's it's a shame. Uh, and <laughs> I, at one point, I was like, "How much longer is left in this?" Not because I wanted to stop it, but because I wanted to to see it out to the end. And it didn't get any better. And it had so many elements of, like, Santa Claus and, and just just things that have are retread 
they they huh. didn't go to any new territory, and uh, just overall disappointment. Don't watch it. I I implore you. You're gonna want to watch some Christmas content this holiday season. Don't let it be Noel. <laughs> for the love of God, for the love of baby Jesus, don't watch it. Goddamn. Oh, Sounds and really uh, uh, you know, we talked about Gremlins and our, uh, our you know end of the year Jeopardy thing. Uh, look for tomorrow. We did a commentary on Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And we will have that dropping as a little extra bonus episode, little little Christmas present to all the population. So, uh, Phantom Menace commentary, and it will be joined by a commentary highlight video. It's just, uh, you know, working working hard on it. As soon as this episode's over, I'm going to finish that sucker up. So it will drop sometime tomorrow. I promise you. Yeah, boy. Just in time to watch it and enjoy it before Rise of Skywalker. You guys, Skywalker. Phantom Menace is real bad, you guys. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck you, George Lucas. It's real bad. It's funny because we've, Mary and I have watched it a bunch on TNT. Like, Saturday, middle of the day, we'll turn it on, we'll watch it. But, like, it's not, we're not actively watching it. It's on, and we're on our phones or doing something else. Like, this commentary, we were actively watching this movie, and it was torture. Man, I fell. I fell asleep. It was Kelly's first time, and that he, movie sucked <laughs> so bad. Uh, his his genuine reactions are something else. I hate that movie. And then I also I just sent you guys this uh, message in the podcast chat. Uh, I uh, invented a new uh, game show. We're gonna start called Yellow Name White Name. <laughs> <laughs> Do not endorse. <laughs> I got called out the other day by an acquaintance, a real life acquaintance, uh, called me out for talking about white people shit, and I'm like, no, you don't want to. You don't. You don't want to acknowledge that white people shit is real, but white people shit is definitely real. For example, soap carving ASMR videos. <laughs> <laughs> that's some white people shit. Yeah, Pumpkin. that's some white people shit. And she, uh, she had nothing to say to that. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't understand so ASMR. No, it's a weird sex pervert thing. What? No judgment. That's, 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 uh, people like. Whispering. Is it a sex pervert thing? Yes. Okay. Isn't everything really yes. kind of? I mean, if you really want to get down and. It's not exclusively a sex pervert thing. Some people just find it very soothing, but I think for the most part, it's a sex pervert thing. Agreed. Like, not maybe not exclusively, but seventy thirty sex pervert. Okay. Which could be said for many things. No judgment. Just merely an observation. Uh, Eric Magnus in the chat says that it can't be a sex pervert thing because he hasn't heard of it. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're off your game, man. Maybe maybe I just turn you on to some shit. Next uh, next live show, we'll just whisper and just, just rock hard the whole time. Oh shit! No, yeah. no. Thank it's you, real. George Lucas. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, what you got, Jose? You're not allowed to say the s word. 
I'm still trying to figure out. I don't. Why. I don't like you saying the S word either. <laughs> I don't like every word that you're not allowed to say becoming the something word. It's, uh, if I can't say it, I got. It's got. Well, hey, don't don't get on me for that. Don't I'm making progress. But don't okay. act like you said that word a lot on the podcast. Like it it came up. That's true. It didn't come up until last. Yeah, week. it came up yeah, kind so of I, organically, and yeah, it's I just found out it's a bad word. Well, yeah, so now you want to say it more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, don't tell me I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not telling you can't. You should yeah, not. Yeah. You should not. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anti-Semitism God. is running rampant, Jose. <laughs> See, but I never said it with that in mind or you thought. Know, I, I, I do see where it's coming from, and I, I do tend to agree. Like, you I, know I'm what? Always, uh, like, it'd be fine. different if, like, in, that's... In the spirit of which they're intended. Yeah, like, if that's the way I've leaned that word my whole life... I can call my cat the N-word all day. It doesn't make it less offensive. Right, right, right. <laughs> Not every person yeah. that wears blackface hates black people, but... Yeah, but they know what they're doing when they wear blackface. Uh, not necessarily. It, it, not- it is obviously... Not been universally well, you known. Now, no, no, no. You you need to look up uh uh, oh, fuck, Swarty Pete. See, that's the thing is I don't even know what the fuck a Swarty Pete is. <laughs> that is uh something involved in an annual festival somewhere in Europe where people put on blackface for for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. Blackface is wrong. And Jeez. just just know that some people. Fine. So, are you telling me that saying "shiesty" is is as bad as blackface? No, definitely not. Like, definitely not. Just an example. But please stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to saying the S word. <laughs> you said I couldn't say the S word. Nice. No, we were making such good progress. <laughs> uh, okay. so what you watching? What yeah. you reading? What's yeah. going on? I watched the happening. I love the happening. Oh, okay. Why? So this motherfucker rags on Rogue One, (laughs) but talks the most, uttermost praise for fucking the happening. No, not uttermost praise. I know the happening is trash, but I love it. Um, like, you know me. I love New Girl. (laughs) But she's garbage in this just straight garbage well the acting how bad the movie must be because she was delightful the the acting overall is very one note it's it's all garbage marky mark garbage marky mark doesn't play nice i don't want to hear marky mark go but oh uh, oh man uh, uh." Uh, you want to hear marky mark say we got a scene like that down in texas (laughs) (laughs) marky mark from two guns is perfect like you, you picked. This was New Girl before New Girl, two or three years before New Girl existed. Like she was still working out her quirkiness, but it was not working. It does not work in the. And how do you outrun the wind? <laughs> <laughs> Their game plan is to run. Don't get hit by the wind. Much like outrunning the sun in Chronicles of Riddick. Eh, no, that shit's hot. <sighs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I love M. Night, but that movie's like, it, it, short story, if you're reading it, 
I could see it translating pretty well. And here's the sad part: is all the all the kid the kills in the beginning, like that shit's all great. There's a lot of good stuff in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it's just like the acting of the main characters is garbage. Yes, and the fucking ending is a piece of shit, and the fucking build up is garbage to what we end up getting. Some real hot takes on the happening. <laughs> Garbage. I'm well, sorry I didn't hurt you all day. I was, I'm fucking around with an idea. All right. And it, and it involves the happening. Never. <laughs> and as as much it hurts. <laughs> I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my god, hey girl, what you doing? <laughs> So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that movie's fucking... That... You you snub your nose at Rogue One for that. That That's that's the oh, one. Oh, no, no, no. You're making a straw man argument. <laughs> Not in no universe am I saying The Happening is better than Rogue One. He's over there just standing the shit out of The Happening. <laughs> but I would go on record, outside of the prequels... Rogue One is my least favorite Star Wars movie. I think I just used Stan in the right connotation. <laughs> I think I fucking nailed it, you guys. And I used, I think I used Straw Man in the right connotation. We're killing oh, wait. it today. You Fal- sure did. F- no, no, no. Jose did a false equivalence. Ah, there you go. There, there you go. go. Wow. I like it. All right. Let's call it. Yes. Let's go to bed. I liked it. It's good. Might, might go watch me. Might, might go watch a Watchman. Who watches the Watchman? This guy watches the Leo Watchman. watches it. <laughs> do it. It's be good. You should all watch as the Watchman. You should all. We should all watch the. Wa- we are the ones that watch the Watchman. <laughs> we should watch the Watchman on Wednesdays. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> and, what, what, and then it fell out of my head. What we realized was watching the Watchman was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> you mean along the way? <laughs> The friend on the way. <laughs> Jax? God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys uh, next year. Uh, email us, popcast at penultimatepages.com. Leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. Keep an eye out for uh, the Gremlins commentary next week, the Jeopardy uh, the following week, and then tomorrow at some point, or today if you're listening to this on the download. Uh, check out the feed and the YouTube channel for the uh, Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace commentary yeah. and just suffer along with us because it's uh it's a it's a, it's a real uh real trek. Who's that Phantom? <laughs> it's a Menace. <laughs> pain. Yeah. Thanks for a great year, everybody. Had a fucking blast. Absolutely. Um, we did it. Really good time. And we'll do it all again next year. And you know, probably year after that. And just until uh, until they uh, say we can't do it anymore, <laughs> <laughs> which might be um, next year, <laughs> it could happen. It literally any day now it could happen. Uh, Your move, you Google ass bitch. For <laughs> 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 Jason Nice, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and uh, Mahoney, because they're on here somewhere. Uh, I am the Lord Reverend Leo Rodriguez, and we talk to you guys in uh, two weeks, three weeks at. YouTube.com slash panels on pages, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. All that good stuff. Night. Love you. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.
monetize this, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs>